I'm gonna put on my New Year's hat. I feel like uh, this is a little spacious for me. It'll probably be uh, too uh, small for you. It's definitely gonna be too small for me. I can tell you that right now. Oh, what? Not not bad. It, it won't fit on my whole head, so <laughs> right. I can either tilt it forward or tilt it back. That looks weird. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to do like a Justin Timberlake fedora type thing. Mm. These are like pilgrim hats. Yeah. Well, they're the only New Year's hat they had. They they're had they had so glittery. They had they had it's like they had berets, but uh, they were pinched really tightly. I'm pretty sure it would have like oh. killed you. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't do well with hats in no, general. Yeah. What well, you, you look fantastic on this one. It's just, it just, it's perfectly fit. Just like you were made for it. Just ideal. <laughs> we don't have to keep it on the whole time. <laughs> it might be slightly <laughs> distracting to our viewers. Yeah. Huh. All right. Are you ready to do this? Yes. I don't know how this is going to go. This is the least prepared I've ever been for maybe any pen cast. Oh, nonsense. It might be. All right. Yes. Ready? Yes. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 117 of the Goulet Pencast, where fountain pens are still a thing. I am Brian Goulet. And I am Drew Brown. And we're here from Goulet Pens to deliver this casual and informal, tangential and extraneous, superfluous and extemporaneous fountain pen show where we talk about what's going on at the Goulet Pen Company and in our fountain pen lives. It is the final episode of 2023, hence the hats, <laughs> hence the decorations. <laughs> the change of lighting, and the looser format that we'll have today. Quite loose. As if it's not loose enough no. anyway. It is more extemporaneous. Yeah. we Quite more superfluous. Truth be told, we probably could have taken this week off because like half the company's here There's right no now. There's no one here today. No. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people took off, but you know what? We're around. We didn't have anything going on. We're like, ah, oh, we took off a bunch of weeks at the beginning of the month. Yeah, and what if everybody out there is bored and they need I know. You know, something you, to listen to? Yeah, your in-laws I'm... visiting and you need a reason to escape, then just... But you can uh... say, there's a very important thing I need to listen to right now. <laughs> That's right. There's <laughs> important news I need to hear. That's right. Um, so this will be a looser format. Yeah, you Drew's, won't get that here. Drew's pulled some fun stuff. I have some fun things as well. Got some numbers and stats. And yeah, I'm going to take these hats off. Yeah, that's fine. It's like. It's glittery. Everywhere. Is the glitter even glued on? It's, it's like a, just touching somewhat. it. Somewhat. Oh, I don't know why. Wow. I got the best ones the dollar store could possibly have offered. Oh, I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> you know, that's saying a lot, I think. But you know what, Brian? What we, you got we there, We do Drew? have some, some. We can ring in the new year. Sparkling with white some grape. Juice cocktail from Concentrate. I'll take it. By uh, the finest vineyard. Uh, it's called Welch's. Welch's. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you know about them or not. Generally, I'm more of a Martinelli's guy. But, Whoa, you know. An aristocrat. That's okay. That's some that's some high high dollar All stuff. Right. This is just pen cash shenanigans. Yeah. Look at this. Drew and I debated. We were like, should we also get coffee? Because we're going to have the sparkling grape juice. I was like, yeah, we'll both have coffee. And yeah. I have my water too. So I was like, I'm going to be very hydrated this episode. That's right. Um, so yeah, in today's show, we're going to be talking about, uh, 2023, lots of reminiscing, lots of banter. Uh, we talk a little bit about what we did over our Christmas breaks, I guess. And, uh, I did finally get an official hammer count, Drew. So I'll be sharing that. I got pictures and everything. I'm both I even brought in eager a, and terrified. I even brought in a couple. I got a bag of hammers next to me. Oh my God. So I can show you some, including the zombie killer one that you mentioned. I brought it in. I do not. So do that like you that could one. experience it for yourself. We, we, we used that one when we demoed that one <laughs> random room in the old building. We did. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that one for a while. Yeah. Put it to good use. All right. 
Haven't had a zombie attack that yet, though. So. Cheer, cheers me, Brian. Cheers, Drew. This, this is how we're going to kick things off. Chris, you spilled in the mine, so I'm going well, to make sure not to drip it. Yeah. Cheers. You're welcome. There we go. Let's get so, things started. We'll be very gassy in this episode, burping, and maybe I guess that's just normal. Speak for yourself. For me. Anyway. Cheers, everybody. All mm. right. Let's do some feedback. Okay. Let's start it off. Drew, I think you got it. Yeah. Uh, feeding us back today is Mellow Jello. Um, wow. Mellow, Mellow Jello says, next level cleaning tip, use a mascara brush with ink converters. Any uh, Apply a pea-sized amount of dishwashing detergent and scrub away. Hmm. Combined with an ink syringe, those converters will be pristine. That's smart. I usually use a, a cotton swab. But sometimes often don't fit inside of you can't it. Get depends it. on the converter. Yeah, you yeah. can't get it into a standard international. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But so, I bet you came with a mascara brush. Mascara I never brush, thought yeah. of that. An that unused is, mascara brush. I, I would assume yeah. so, unless you want to darken your inside of your converter, yes, I guess. Quite. So thank wow. you, Mellow Jello. That is a smart idea. Jim Cordes <laughs> says, Are we doing that for everyone? <laughs> I am the only, am I the only one who thinks that we should have a new sticker idea? Rufus the Ink Sampler Cyborg. I forgot that oh. I mentioned this, but apparently I, oh. that was my reasoning for who does our ink samples. Oh, um, okay. And uh, Jim Cordes was, was well. probably like one of eight that recommended <laughs> wow. a sticker for Rufus the Ink Sampling Cyborg. Okay. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Now um, that you've said it, the chance of us remembering it is maybe 5% higher? Yeah. We usually do stickers <laughs> after they get reminded to us like several times. Well, that's that's our secret like way of making sure that the grassroots interest is actually there. Yeah. So we're not just riding off the high of our own idea. We'll see if it comes back. We want back. y'all to see what, yeah. Yeah, we'll see if it what comes you back. latch on to. Um, and then Max <laughs> says, I'm one of the odd people that love... Oh, Max, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. Sorry, audio listeners. Sorry, Max. That sounds terrible. I moved away from the mic. Um, I'm... <laughs> there we go. That was pretty good. Come on, man. I'm trying to find like, where is that point where it starts to make the noise. There we go. It's a very low one. Max says, I'm one of the odd people that love my Lamy All-Star so much that I purchased a 14-carat nib to enjoy it even more. Yes, the price is ridiculous, but it's the pen I always reach for first because it's more expressive and more wet than my other safaris. Mm. Someday, I'll buy a studio and swap it with a gold nib to give it a better home, but I've also been eyeing the E95S. That's a decision for next year. Max was not alone. There were quite a few people that have a lower-end Lamy, like lower in for in terms yeah. of price, uh, that have decided to take the plunge with a hundred and twenty five dollar gold nib. So, and I'm all about it. If you love that pen, odds are you're gonna love it even more with a gold nib. So go for it. I'm kind of in that camp. It's Absolutely, a, it's a great nib. I think it's like it's a it's one of the nibs that is like a worthy upgrade, especially because like I mean the steel nibs are fine, but the gold nibs are truly awesome. Yep. So yeah, very cool. All right, am I? Uh, doing this too yep john williams to our audio listeners we have these dollar tree little what are they called the noisemakers <laughs> whatever thing <laughs> there we go and we're celebrating and we have decorations and stuff too uh all right this is from john williams john williams <gasps> the composer i'm just kidding j-o-n not j-o-h-n Sorry, John. You're still cool. Uh, I always watch you guys on my 80-inch TV in my living room. It's the perfect show to have on while I multitask. Well, I hope you're multitasking because 
Good Lord. We do not require undivided attention on this show. They were not alone. Like, as you suspected. A lot of TV watchers, A, a huh? good amount of people. A good amount of people on large screens. Wow. So we might be bigger than in real life. Oh, yeah. On 80 inches? That's a, yeah. That's a big TV. That's a very big TV. That's a big TV. We had one of our uh, HDMI inputs crap out on our TV oh. over the break. How many did you have to start with? Two. <gasps> so now we have one. Oh. But I have a one of those like switches yeah. that you can manually switch but now we have four devices plugged into that one switch so I'm oh, like man. I don't know this TV is eight or nine years old I have, I have I have three inputs and one of them has one of those switches on it so I have like I don't know half a, a, do- half a dozen devices going into it yeah it's crazy yeah we'll see it didn't die completely just like the audio started getting really crackly and the audio was out of sync with the video it was weird hmm. but then I tried everything I tried like switching out devices on different TVs, tried all the cables, everything. But no, it turns out it was the, the input was on the TV. Oh, that's a shame. It's not all the way bad, but just yeah. not at its best. And I'm Boo. like, well, it's not going to get better. That's lame. Anyway. All right. Another Florian. <laughs> Red and green are actually complementary colors, Brian. That's the definition of complementary colors. Whoops. They are on opposite sides of the color circle. Okay. Well, there you go. So I said they were, what, contradictory or something like that? I don't that. know. But, well, I like, think that's a term. Well, they don't mix. You were right about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, if they if com- if complementary colors mix, they just turn into black or brown. Okay. But that, that does right. mean that they, you know, go well together because they're very contrasty. Okay. So I just didn't know the right term. Yeah. But generally speaking, we were somewhat in the ballpark of You were talking more accurate. about mixing. Yeah. Or just like, yeah, what looked good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was talking about, but thank you. Presumably they do look good together, you know. Okay. I'm like, uh, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Like a purple and yellow. That's like, you Mm -hmm. know, JMU. Yeah. That's like colors. You know, that's a college in Virginia. Indeed. That's their colors. Lots of. The Lakers too. Lots of, yeah. Lots of, I feel like lots of like colleges and sports teams use complementary colors, like contrasting. Yeah. That would make sense. Complementary colors. Yeah. Mm. All right. And Joe Wright. Love you guys and the pencast so much. Never worry about going over two hours. It's just extra joy. Favorite moments are Brian's backpack excavation and Drew's reaction to any conversation around Brian's hammer collection. Hey, we'll be revisiting that today. You're in luck. (laughs) I hope you have lovely family Christmas celebrations. Well, thank you, Joe. Definitely had that. Am still having that because my in-laws are... Because we're like family is what you mean. No, not really. In that I can't get away from you, maybe. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, you're like a you're like an in-law. Thank you so point. much. Like not blood related, but like <laughs> I see you probably more than I would by choice, maybe. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sounds like such a dig. Oh, oh, oh we got God. one more here. I had a page break. Okay. Uh, Spider Wrangler. Picturing Brian doing a Grape Nuts ad where he's digging a log grave and fueling up with a hearty, hearty bowl of grain gravel. I like that. That's, that. that's fitting because grain both, gravel. Because both digging log graves and eating grape nuts are forms of self-flagellation, aren't they? They're just like, <laughs> I hate myself, so you know what I'm going to do? No, it means like... I just want to punish myself. So instead of putting these logs in the, in the, in the woods, I'm going to bury them. And since I'm on the whole self-abuse thing, I'm going to also eat these... Green rocks. Yeah, I had some of this for lunch actually, like an hour before the pencast my here. Goodness. That was my lunch today. There were there had were grain rocks, there and was, I did work on the log grave this weekend too. There was a depressing <laughs> amount of pro grape nuts people in the comments. I mean, a, a shameful amount. They're on the bottom shelf, 
at Walmart. I can tell you that much. So they're not exactly prime real estate, but tell you what, picking up that box, it was like picking that, up a bag of hammers. That's why the box is so small <laughs> it's because so it, it's dense. it's still the and same it lasts weight forever. Yeah, I it's like the same it, weight as a giant thing of honeycomb, but in a tiny little box. Yeah, like, you're like this box. This box is five bucks. Yeah. But then you're like, yeah, it's like a bag of concrete. I would rather eat concrete cream of mix. wheat. Cream of wheat's not bad too. That's not bad. But that's not that's not gritty enough. Ugh. I need to chew on chew rocks. Anyway, um, yeah, let's do uh, so let's do some recap. So we're, this is gonna be a little different format. We have basically no real pen content today, partly because we were actually taking time to spend with our families, and so we needed something that was as minimal prep as possible. Um, and that's what we did. So. Thanks mostly to Drew for prepping this whole episode. Well, and it was a couple of weeks ago. I asked for everybody's favorite pen, uh, everybody's favorite pen cast moment of the year, 2023, um, mm-hmm. on Instagram. So we're going to be just kind of highlighting a few of those. And um, yeah. actually, I think it might be all of them. And just kind of mm. providing our commentary on them. That sounds like a plan. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so let's start it off with Noah. C. Tench. Oh, yeah, Noah's commented a few times throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Noah says, Snatch Blocks. I just find myself thinking about them. Also, the Headless Chicken. The Headless Chicken, Mike, if I remember. Mike the Headless Chicken. That, yeah. that was a fun fact. That was a fun fact, of, yeah. And it was a little grisly. Yeah, because Mike the Headless Chicken Day is Rachel's birthday. That was her, like, fun thing growing up. Because, you know, you always think, like, oh, what holiday is my birthday, like, known for? Yep. Hers is Mike the Headless Chicken Day. How about that? And she was, she was... That was the thing she talked about when she was Yeah, she young. mentioned it super early on. I don't think I'd heard of Mike the Headless Chicken until I met Rachel. Granted, I was pretty young. But then, uh, yeah, she told me all about it. And then I looked it up, and he lived for like 25 days or something like Did that. Did we talk about Snatch Blocks this year? I feel, I feel like that was like a um, 2022 I've thing. I've definitely talked about Snatch Blocks. You probably have. You probably have. No, I haven't talked about them as much recently. Have you not been utilizing Snatch Blocks? You haven't been <sighs> snatching blocks recently? I haven't been snatching as many blocks. Oh, man. Quite so much. I definitely use them, but... Maybe not as much as hammers. I don't know. I guess not. Yeah, this is definitely the year of the hammer. <laughs> I've snatched a lot of snatch blocks. Yeah. Um, Dan says that uh, his favorite moment was Brian presenting his Drew shirt, which you did. Yes, that was uh, at the episode 100. That was at no, the That intro, was the second it? time you used that. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you debuted it on one of the Pencast episodes. Well, here's the truth, folks. We don't remember what episodes most of these nostalgic things come from oh heavens no and because it's all mostly random stuff we don't even have a good way to like go back and look up which episode it's in because it's not going to be in most of our notes and it's not something easily referenceable so we're largely just going to speak in generalities but that was brian's banana shirt (laughs) and it, it was very loud it's loud. It's a great, it's a blue shirt with bananas on it. Didn't, I, uh, I did wear, wear it for episode 100. I remember that. I don't know what my equivalent of dressing like you would be. You would need to wear cargo shorts, obviously. They, they, they don't see cargo shorts. I'm not doing that. You for would the have pen to cast. go out of your way to show it. Oh my God. I just need to kind of like live the cargo shorts life. Like you need to be able to tell, I feel like even without tell. seeing them, that like you can that tell guy if somebody's has, wearing cargo shorts. Yeah, I feel like he can. I'm wearing cargo pants today. Yeah, like you just got cargo energy. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this guy, that's a guy who has some cargo. That's a guy that's got cargo to haul He's got around. stuff to. <laughs> and he needs his hands free to carry <laughs> buckets of rocks and logs and hammers. How many times do you put rocks in your cargo pockets? Oh, not often because they're pretty dirty. Oh, I agree. Yeah, that's you what shouldn't. buckets are for. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But I definitely put other things in there. Oh, of course. Here we yep. have the next two. I have a theme. I'll let you read those. Yeah. Drew gave me a heads up. He's like, most of these are about your shenanigans. And I was like, okay. So many. I do have shenanigans. So like, <laughs> it's like one person wrote in something like, oh, yeah, my favorite part of the year was this pen related thing. Most of them were about Brian's nonsense, though. 
I guess maybe are are you expecting pen related? Th- I don't know. Are you expecting pen related things when you come to the pencast? I mean, it's probably and then like we the probably, other stuff is more catching you off guard. We probably talk half about the pe- about pens. I'd say it's about fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. We try. Yeah, at least except in this so, episode. So yeah, I guess maybe <laughs> I was expecting fifty percent pen stuff and fifty percent shenanigans, but apparently no. not. No, apparently the, the the nonsense won, okay. won out. But hey, you know what? As long as you're remembering fondly, that's all we care about. Okay. So, um, okay. Next one from Make Right Stuff says Drew's reaction to Brian burying logs was priceless. Which time? I, I didn't understand it then, and I don't understand it now. I still don't understand it. And, I, and, I barely understand and, it. Yeah, no, you don't. I don't you, know why you I still acknowledge do it. that this is not necessary. I actually dug my last log grave. I dug that somewhat spontaneously. And then I had a stack of logs in the woods. Granted, like sort of at the edge. You did not take them out of the woods. I pulled them out of the woods. Brian Goulet. Now, I didn't position them in a great spot. That's part of why. They were in the woods. Yeah, they were in the woods. That's a great spot. They were, well, but it's like, it was like right (laughs) at the intersection of a trail and it piled up bigger than I intended. So it kind of like was encroaching on the trail. You took them out of the woods and brought them into your yard. I did. To put them in a hole in your yard nice. where there used to be grass. Yeah. Yep. That happened. God. Yeah. I can't make sense of these things. Uh, at least there's that. At least you're not trying to justify <sighs> it. This is what I don't know. I'm just like, this is what I do in my downtime. Um, okay. Vic. Vic. Okay. Hang on. Vic Cardona. There we go. Uh, log graves. Yep. Just as log just graves. Just log graves. Yep. Which I now have multiple. So I can say log graves. Yes. I've done How two, does that make you feel? two different occasions. Makes me feel great. I'm really good at doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're you're good at a lot of very practical, useful things. Yeah. You you started and are effectively running a business. Yeah. And then you have gotten good while while doing this very effective, helpful thing. You've also gotten good at doing this very nonsensical, pointless thing. Yeah. I like. I feel like you always have like a very practical thing that I'm getting good at this yeah. for a very tangible benefit. Sure. Because you're a pretty practical guy. Yeah, really. But then in the background, you've got this like total random hobby running in, yeah. in, in the background. I have like nine random hobbies running in the background. But you've always got like a solid premium yeah. practical yeah. hobby as well. Yeah. I just like, like to the do we- stuff. Like the welding. Very practical. Of and, course, and yeah. you applied it in very practical yeah. ways. Saved yourself of some money. Tree felling, yeah, yeah. Rubik's cubes, but then in the These back, are all practical. But but there's there's some there's some tomfoolery <laughs> in the background, sir. I you like to mix my practicality with tomfoolery. You do. It's just the way my brain works. I'm, I'm like, gonna, let me do. I want to. I want to. I want a useful end result, but I want to achieve it in a creative way. Get away from your computer. Yeah, <laughs> I might spill. There we go. Cool. This is a really good, uh, whatever, sparkling. Yeah, man. I almost said cider. It's not cider. The mm-hmm. finest. It's good. It's the not finest. super bubbly. I like that. Ooh, Leon, let's, actually, let's actually find out the vintage here. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's Best Buy 2025. Ooh, okay. So, yeah. That's fair. Um, all right. I'm going to keep going with the comments. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. This is from Chloe Cad. says, 40 hammers. All what? right, all right. I know you said you counted your hammers. I did. Just, I have an official we'll, count. Do you want to reveal that now or later? Because um, I just want to know, if is it over or under 40? It's under 40. Okay, cool. We'll, it's under 40. I'll save it. I'll save it because I, I actually laid them all out, took a picture. Thank goodness I brought in that. a couple that I want to show Drew and get his reaction I'm very, in, very, in person. I'm very happy that it's more so than 40. It's, it's slightly less than 40. <laughs> Good. Um, all right. Andrew says, discovering it. Discovering the pencast. Oh, 
I Andrew, was like, Andrew joined is... us this year. Oh, well, thank and you. And we Andrew. are happy that he did. I'm really and glad to hear that. happy that anybody discovered it this year. And surprisingly, yeah. I have talked, spoken to people who mm-hmm. the pen cast was like their first Goulet video. Gosh, and I'm so sorry. That just surprises <laughs> me so much. That is kind like, of surprising. That's what got them to shop with us, and that's what got them to watch other videos. Gosh. And to me, that's just not... That's not, I mean, it's for anybody, obviously, yeah. but we don't produce it with the intent of like, you know what this is going to do? It's going to get new customers. We're not like, we've cracked the YouTube algorithm and this is what's going to draw people no, in. it's not. No, not at all. But I am delighted to find out when it does happen. Absolutely. Like that, that is fantastic. So, yeah. and- uh, We'll keep it going. Yeah, I'd say that that continues to justify its existence. I hope so. Yeah. But we're self-sponsored, so we can make it as long as we want to. That's true. Um, and, oh, our old friend Captain Quark. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Quark's been commenting since the early days, oh, yeah. uh, I recall. Oh, gee. Um, Captain Quark says, finally finding out if the giant Lamy All-Star had a nib or not. Yeah. Because uh, we, we th- that was a question. And then as to answer the question, it might have been one of Captain Quark's questions. Mm. You actually went and, you know, we decapitated yeah. a, uh, one of those giant Lamy uh, That's right. All-Stars. And... Uh, you know what? I'm not going to tell you if it has a nib or not. You're going to have to go and find that episode. I have no idea what episode it is. Me neither. It has a nib, and it's amazing. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's a gold nib. Oh, solid gold nib. $800,000. That's where we hide it, in plain sight, kind of. <laughs> That's right. Decapitated. I like that. Decap. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Very nice. All right. Dennis Sprinkles says, Hammergate, with three crying, laughing emojis. Hammergate. That is, that is apt. Yeah. I've hammered a gate before. Literally, oh. literally done that. Goodness gracious. Yep. Uh, Terry Winner says, seeing Brian attempt to post a pen by turning the cap instead of the body made me laugh out loud. That made me laugh out loud too. That was a fairly recent one. Over yeah. in po- post 100. It was mm-hmm. probably like, you know, episode, you know, one, 114 or something. But yeah, you just, you couldn't even do it. You were trying and struggling so it hard. Felt very unnatural to me. And then you're just like, why would anybody do this? Yeah. It's madness. And then I the still ne- stand by that. And in the next episode, you did it unintentionally. I did it because of the <laughs> angle in the video camera. That It was still not natural. No, no. It didn't look natural for sure. See, that's, but, the, that's the problem when I like have a reaction and say something like that is like now I've got to think like, oh my gosh, there's so many videos of me out there. Like somebody's going to find a video and be like, see, Brian, you did it here and here and here's the timestamp. And I'll be like, I'm like, okay, yes, I'm yes, sure I did that. I'm a mess of a human being. Yes, Thank you. I'm inconsistent. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> But that like broke you. You just you did not want to even do it. Once you started it, you it didn't weird. want to finish it. It's like no, no, this is this is bad. This is wrong, and no. Yeah, no, no judgment if that's how you do it. It just feels weird. Some judgment. Yeah, a little bit of judgment. Yeah. All right, Anne Marie. Oh my gosh, Anne Marie Vandevort. Okay, here we go. DC. Yeah, our episode one hundred at the DC. Oh, DC Penn show. show. I was thinking. Okay. I was thinking Drew, Drew something. Clean. No, Drew, um, no, not no. that. I was like DC, like DC Comics, like Marvel DC. Nope. We did a Washington DC. We did a live pen cast. We did. At the DC Fountain Pen fun. Super Show. That was pretty fun. We've been asked to go back again and do it this year, which. All in all, it wasn't nearly as much of a challenge as we we, we thought it could have been. Yeah. Everything, and, we, we had gotten things pretty buttoned up. Mm-hmm. Our PA system worked pretty well. Yeah. And now we've got that. So yep. doing it again would be relatively straightforward. Yep. We did um, have some issues with the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi was a little tricky. We had to use a mobile hotspot. Yep. But we got that going. That was pretty much it. That was like the only hiccup. 
Yeah. Um, it went pretty smoothly overall. We had barely enough time to set up. We were we that were was a little weird. we were setting yeah. up as people were sitting down. Yeah. Um, but we didn't really have a lot of time to get in beforehand. So true. Um, that was yeah, probably that as good as it case. could could have gotten. We had Adrian and BK that came and yeah. helped, and that was a big. We help. had plenty of seating. Probably nice seating. Like nobody Most was because there, there, there was not standing room only, like it was that first time we did the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, all it worked in all, pretty good. Yeah. I can see you doing it again next year. And the actual pencast wasn't bad either. Like the audio was fine. The, the you know visuals were fluorescent lighting, so they they didn't look great. But yeah. all in all, it was a success. So uh, hopefully, um, that person was there with us. But either we way, did, you we, know, we did buy a green screen to possibly have behind us to green screen something more interesting, some interesting background behind us. We didn't end up using it. And so now we just have that green screen that we need to do something with. We need to do I something feel like with we it. can do some, do like pencast in space or something we like that. We could put it back here, but it we'd need to light it. So we need to get another light in this very, very tiny room. Yeah. This is a very tiny room. It's deceptive how small this room is. It is. And also you can light, uh, you, like, can, you can light a green screen from the back too, but we oh, could not do that in here. We don't have room for that. No. Because like. I can basically almost touch the wall. Like, yeah. There's the wall. Yeah. And I think Brian and I could both easily touch the left and right walls oh, too. for sure. Yeah. Yep. It's like an eight by 10 room or something like that. It's very small. Small. It's like a big closet. Yeah. Um, All right. Modern Quills mm -hmm. says, here we go again. More hammers. Learning how many hammers Brian has makes me feel better about my hobbies. Do you, so... What Modern Quills is saying here, Brian, mm. is that because you have so many hammers, mm -hmm. they now feel better. You are a cautionary tale. You are an a extreme. A cautionary tale or maybe an inspiration? No, you are an extreme that <laughs> exists as a, an area that they have not yet reached and therefore they mm. feel less guilty because you're out there completely out of control with your hammers. And they're like, you know what? No matter how out of control I am, I will not be as out of control as Brian Goulet with his hammers. You know, it's really funny. You're providing that for Modern Quills. So along those lines, uh, I was digging through some of my boxes of childhood stuff over break here um, while I was trying to look for that one hammer that I was telling you about that has like the nested like screwdrivers yeah. within the hammer handle. Unfortunately, I could not find that one. So I did not include it in the official count, but I know I have it somewhere. Um, <clears throat> So I found a journal, like a Mead composition notebook journal from eighth grade, uh, where not only did I use every opportunity possible to talk about the McLaren F1, mm -hmm. because I was obsessed with that car. Yes, you were. And I just, every opportunity I could just spouted its top speed and zero to 60 and how much it cost and all these things. Yep. Um, but also... Uh, it made me realize that I've had this like obsessive hobby thing, even going back that far, because I started to, I was really into exotic cars and stuff. And I had like, you know, Hot Wheels and various car models and stuff like that. And I found one journal entry where I had a count of all of my various scales, multiple different scales of sizes of cars all left in the box mm -hmm. and had it was it was a good number of them let me say something like 200 hot wheels or you know whatever um that were all like the, not, not these crazy looking ones but they're like actual real cars in that thing so i still have those somewhere that doesn't sound adhd at all i know right but like going back to eighth grade <laughs> it's like yeah my son's in eighth grade now and i'm like Oh, yeah. He's like kind of that way. And, yeah. Uh, I guess I kind of was too. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Now it's not those cars, it's other things. Thankfully, not real cars, because that gets real expensive. I've heard that, real yes. fast, yeah. Now to drive an 11-year-old car and don't really care. That I'm hoping that our car will you know. make it um, to August of next year, because mm. that's when the other car will be paid off. So we're trying to do this, like, mm-hmm. only one car payment thing. That's nice. So It's nice when you can swing that. It is, it's been nice so far. Um, we're, we're living the no car payment life, so I'm like... Well, see, that that's the I'm thing. like, that piece broke off? Guess what? I don't have that piece now. <laughs> that that's that's the thing. It's like I would love to live the no car payment life, mm. but what if both of them need to be replaced? Mm. Then we have two car payments. I mean, you can drive a car pretty far before it needs to be replaced. Well, my car, the the CRV's got like two hundred and ten thousand miles on it. I mean, that's up there, but it's a Honda, man. Yeah, you can drive Hondas for a while. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it's been a while. You can replace an engine. You can replace all yeah. kinds of stuff, like. If the car's not like rusted out, basically. Yeah, you can replace just about everything else on it. I don't. I don't mind. I would. I would keep it forever. I love that car. It's an option. I've got no problem with that. Yeah. Anyway, where are we? What? what where are we doing? Allison, We're doing a podcast. Okay. Allison La. Allison says the her favorite part was having my question answered and Drew making a comment on who's going to die today for Brian's trees. What? Who's going to die today? I have no idea what that means. Drew making a comment on who's going to die today for Brian's trees. Who's going to die for Brian's trees? Why would anybody need to die for your trees? I am not recalling. I don't know. I don't know what Allison's talking about here. It's not like a voodoo. I'm sure it was hilarious. But um, I'll take your word for it, Allison. I'm glad. But uh, I'm glad we answered Allison's question. It's also possible you're remembering something that we just don't at all. One hundred percent possible. All the time. Highly likely. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Mike C. Murphy says, discovering the pencasts. Hey, Welcome, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Glad to have you with us. Thank you. We're glad we discovered you through the pencast. Uh, Banana is a Hannah, also frequent commenter. Yep, Can't we forget know that Anna. handle. The fact that we're besties now from me asking you questions. There you go. I think so. Cheers to that. I think so, Hannah. Cheers to that. Uh, Torpedo Monkey, the, hey. amount, the amount of hammers. Y'all love the hammers. Tell you. Don't know why. <laughs> Something else. While I was looking and gathering Maybe you're everybody's cautionary tale. They're just glad you're out, out here lots being of, out of control. I have lots of You're making everybody feel things. good about themselves and their various rabbit holes. I tell you, as I was gathering up all these hammers, you know what thought crossed my mind? I have a lot of pliers because there's a lot of pliers near where I keep all my hammers. And I was like, I don't want to go and get a full count again, oh, but no. I probably have more pliers than I do hammers. Oh, my God. Because there's like, I don't know, so many uses for pliers and I have so well, many different the, types. Here's why you shouldn't have more pliers <laughs> than hammers. You cannot hammer anything with your hand. You can unscrew something with your hand. Yeah. Like. Maybe. If, if you Depends. Got, not well. Not not well. Not but it's it, tight. It can be done. If that nut's if, tight on there, if you, you need the pliers. If you wanted to tighten something, mm-hmm. you could get it tight enough mm. with your hand. You can't. If I need to hammer something, I can hammer it. Enough. I can ha- with what? I can hammer something with a two by four. You know, you don't have to have a hammer. Who has a two by four just laying? You know what? I have lots. You know, of, I, you I know what? I lots heard, of two by fours laying saying, around. As I was saying that, <laughs> I was like, Drew, don't. Yeah. Because this man will have just a two by four next to him. Because you said like, hundred oh, percent. You said I'll just hit it with a two by four, knowing that in your mind there's usually yeah. a two by four within reaching distance. Oh yeah, within eyesight at least. Within eyesight. Yeah. If I'm working outside, I've got two by fours within eyesight. <laughs> I have one two by four in my shed, which I have an attached shed. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of like my random piece of wood that I use to like yeah. prop things up or, yeah. you know, just 
I've hit it. I've hit a few things with it. Yeah, but it's great. One it's like a tool. One, one's fine. I mean, one, I, I acknowledge the use of the random two by four. One I is, do. One is greater than zero. That I'll say. <laughs> but do you know what's better? You know what's better than one? Than one? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> All of them. Oh my oh, gosh. God. Okay. Um. Let's see here. You want to take the next one? Kr plans oh, again says the discussion about hammers. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. I didn't know how many comments there were about the hammers, but. I've wanted to gather up the hammer count for today, so I, I picked oh, a very worthy episode terrible. to do this. All right, right, we got more comments here. And Let's then, keep going. Uh, oh, I oh I, I doubled up on this one. Oh, you I did, did modern quills and Allison again. Um, okay, yeah. Liz.js.w says Brian mm-hmm. saying quantity is quality. I now live by that rule. Yes, that was a good quote. Made it into a sticker. You can find on yeah. our pencast sticker sheet. So enjoy that if you yeah. like Liz have decided to adopt that mantra, then there you go. Adorn your laptop or water bottle with said mantra. I'm not going to take credit for coming up with that. I'm sure I probably heard it or read it somewhere, but genuinely it did come out of my brain Yeah. at the time that I said it. Also, it's not a Stalin quote. It is not <laughs> like we got a couple comments about that. It's not a Stalin quote. You can't find any place where it's actually credited by being said by Stalin or Lenin. It's... They said something kind of like it, maybe. And even that's not credited in a speech or anything definitively. That would be purely coincidental if that was even the case. Yeah, no, it's not the case. So It don't. was probably either Albert Einstein or Mark Twain, because I feel like they get credited for everything. Or Abraham, Link, Abraham Lincoln, maybe. Teddy Roosevelt. One of those. Seneca. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Confucius. Yep. Um, it would not be Confucius. That is like the right. opposite. <laughs> um, okay. Tina. Uh, Tina Richardson says, live pen guest in D.C. There we go. It was a joy. Another one. It was Love delightful. It. Uh, David Druk says all of Brian's deep dives, accidental or not. There you go. That makes me wonder. I, like, do you, would you say about half of them are accidental? Mm. How many of them are on purpose? How many do you like actually put on your wetsuit and strap on your dive gear and say, I'm going down? I'll say it's – I never start – I never like pull up the pen cast outline and go, I want to dive deep on something today. I really take it question by question, but if the question warrants it, I'm like, let's go. As soon as you, go but as soon as you read the question, sometimes as as read you're like, question, oh, yeah. this is, this is all like, or sometimes like, you know, when you put it in there, you're like, I know this is, yeah, I we're do. going spelunking on this one. And I'm yep. like, let's do it. And you've warned me a couple of times. You're like, if you're not looking to go spelunking, maybe skip this question. And I'm just like, well, now I really want to do it. Yeah. Sometimes I've known it was going to, it's going to be like that. So I'll choose the rest of the questions to be pretty straightforward. (laughs) To go around. And sometimes I'll, well, sometimes I'll pick what I think are straightforward, easily Mm -hmm. answered questions. And that just won't happen. Yeah. Like measuring the smoothness of paper. That one surprised me. The answer to that one was no, there's not. But somehow you... You Somehow. you still said no, there's not, but you said it in 25 minutes, in the longest way possible. Yes, yep, it's no amazing. Um, I feel like I would be really good at uh, hang on, what filibustering? Is it filibustering? Yes, yeah, I would be great filibustering. You would, yeah, you would. Just give me Wikipedia, I'll go nuts. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Majestic Oscar says, uh, "You two being you, just well, us being us." That is that is something you will be guaranteed to get is. Because we are yep, for incapable of doing anything else. <laughs> also, I will say I don't perform. I don't. I am terrified of performing, and people are all mm. often surprised. Like, oh, Drew, you do video thing every every week. You know, I'm not. That's different. That's different. I'm just being me. I'm talking about things I like to talk about. Talking about things I have opinions on. The second I 
am told to perform, you know, mm. to say things that aren't my words or to do an impression or to sing or dance. Like, no, 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 Ooh. no, no. I cannot do it. I did not dance at my own wedding. We had no dancing. It's true. Like, uh, I, I can't do it. I failed drama because I can't get up in front of people and recite a monologue that was 50% of my final grade. Didn't make it because I couldn't mm. do that one thing. Totally froze up. Couldn't get one word out. Like, wow. I'm not a performer. I, I can't do it. If I've got something to say, I will get up in front of a bunch of people and rant about whatever nerdy thing that happens to be, you know, overflowing my melon. But, uh, yeah, not a not a performer. So you are going to get just plain old Drew. You know, we watch the language, obviously, because this is not, you know, we, we want everybody to be able to watch it. Yeah, but it. you're not using crazy language but no, outside of here anyway. No, like, but other than that, this is just us. So, yeah, you're, we're not going to be different if you meet us someplace. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Gem Chaos mm-hmm. says, it's hard to pick a favorite moment. Maybe Brian's dissertation on ink colors and Drew's pen collection. That mm. was fun. Showing off all my pens. Yeah. Um, what's Brian's dissertation on ink colors? It could have been a couple things. Good question. Yeah. I feel like you've had um, a couple dissertations this year. I have on ink colors. I've talked about various colors in various situations. You have. So I'm not sure exactly, but maybe yeah. maybe uh, it's not one specific instance. Maybe it's just a general statement. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Our friend Hill Ari yep. uh, commented and says that their favorite part was when someone shouted Monteverde tool pen at Drew during the live show. So this was at DC. And the question was, if we could pick which pen each other would be, what would it be? I think I picked a Homo sapiens for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while you were thinking about what I would be, some jabroni in the audience mm-hmm. shouted out Monteverde Toolpen just being a yeah. tool. Um, and mm-hmm. I and I know who it was, but I forgot already. It was somebody I knew. It was somebody who I had seen at the pen show, pen friend, mm. but I forgot who it was. Because remember, I pointed at them. I knew exactly who it was, but now mm-hmm. I cannot mm-hmm. remember who it was. But anyway, I remember that moment. Yeah. And uh, Hillary, I don't, I don't, frankly, appreciate that that was your favorite part, honestly. Because, I do. I appreciate it very uh, much. Yeah. Of all the things, Hillary, really, that, that, that affront to my personality. Monteverde <sighs> Toolpen is like the dots of the pen world to Drew. You know what I love? The, I love about the Toolpen though. It knows exactly what it wants to be, and it's, it does a good job doing much, that. Yeah. It's like Fast and Furious, you know. Yeah. If, if you look at the poster, you're going to immediately know if that thing is for you or not. Yep. But if you do think it's for you, you're going to get it and you're going to be satisfied with it. Yeah. If you like that, then it's going to do yeah. its thing. You're not even going to consider the tool pen if, you, if you're if you hesitant about it. Yeah. You'll be like, no, that's what I need. And if that's what you think you need, you're going to be happy with it. Yep. But if you look at that thing and you'd be like, oh, what? Just like me looking at Fast and Furious. Yeah, that means it's not for me. You're missing out. I don't it's think so. It's a great franchise. Do you know they made a, they made an Expendables four? I did not know that. It's probably hot garbage. I don't even bother with that franchise anymore. If you haven't even heard of it or kept up. Well, with it, it used then... to be a movie about like eighties action stars. Yeah, and now it's like a couple and a bunch of no name B list action people. So yeah, they're wringing that sponge. Well, dry. They, they they lost the charm. You like yeah. they need to bring back some some eighties dudes. Fair enough. Anyway, they're all. Ex- Bendable they are at this point. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I won't argue with that. All right. Vaguely Vast Voyeur says, the entire show is my favorite moment. Wow. 
I appreciate that. Fantastic. Good. Glad. I'm sure there was a couple stinkers in there, but yeah, thank oh, you for thinking sure. nonetheless. For sure. All right, Blue Frog 3454, pen battles. Drew roasting Brian about being indecisive about pen lists. Oh my gosh. He's like domino <laughs> affected, knocking over all these. What are these things called? <laughs> I want to say noisemaker, but that doesn't feel accurate. What is it? <laughs> wow. Uh, How old are you, Drew? Party horns. I guess. Festive toot toots. Definitely not that. Um, yeah, I am indecisive about pen lists. You're indecisive about anything that isn't important. If it's yeah. a, if it's important, yeah, you you are very boom. Let's get this done. Like if it's a disaster and you're in charge of managing the disaster, mm-hmm. you would do extremely well. Of course, but um, yeah, because I get focused and I'm like, okay, decision needs to be made. Let's yeah. do it. But if it's but if it's like kind of about it not really something matter, important, then it's like. I don't know. At least, at least with the pen stuff here, I feel like whatever I say, especially if it's on video, like I have to be very convicted about it because people are going to hear it and then, you know, be influenced by it or hold me to it or whatever. Oh, they don't and care. And if I'm as like, much lu- if I'm like lukewarm about it, then I'm going to forget what the list was, and then I'm going to seem really inconsistent. And you know, so I always have to like. I feel like I have to caveat it. Be but like, you, you, my list might change. My tastes may change. You also love playing devil's advocate. You've, you've mentioned that a bunch of times. I and do. You, we see that in other areas too. Like we'll talk about new products and mm-hmm. everybody's like, no, we shouldn't carry this. No, we shouldn't carry this. And in Brian's mind, he's like, no, we shouldn't carry this. But what right. he'll do is be like, well, hold on. Wait a minute. Maybe we should. What about this? What if it's awesome? But <laughs> in his mind, it's like, no, it's not going to be awesome. But I'm going to, I need to say this because yeah. no one else is. Oh, yeah. I do that at home. I'll <laughs> argue against myself. And Rachel's like, can you just please go outside in the woods? <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> and you say, oh boy, okay. I don't know. I like to joust. Yeah. I'm a mental jouster. Yeah. Even, Even if it's with yourself, yourself yes. Yep, 100%. <laughs> 100%. That's why I like the deep dives because I ask myself, I'm like, well, what about this? Yeah. What about this? And I'm like, well, I, now I got to know the answer to that. And it just keeps on going. I get that. And then at some point I get tired and I'm like, all right, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, I got to cut it off. I see the appeal because I'm the same way. Like when something really matters, I'm mm-hmm. extremely chill. I can yeah. I can help move things along. If it's if we go into crisis mode, I'm cool. But when it's arbitrary and silly, then I get super opinionated. Mm-hmm. But I don't, the difference between you and I is that I don't, I have a much more shallow limit to my deep dives. Mm. I I will I'll go in the kiddie pool and that's about it. You're like one of those like water skimming bugs. Yeah, you know? that's fine. You can like stand on the water. Yeah, that's me. Like yeah, yeah. I'll get in there kinda. And I'm like I don't want to get wet. I'm like a bag of hammers. You just drop it in the <laughs> drop it in the lake. It's and a bucket it just, of rocks. Boom. Yeah, that's right. It just sinks right to the bottom. Oh boy. All right. Um, we see another one. Uh, RBA girl laverer. DC Pencast again. Here we go. Well, of course she would love that. Yeah. Oh, RVA of Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Yeah. There we go. She was there. She was there with us. Tracking. Yes. Gotcha. All right. Last one, Drew. You want to take this one? LP Burroughs. Oh, it's not the last one. It says the pen debate. Mm. Uh, Brian trying and failing to diss the Custom 74 was amazing. That was pretty good. This is the only pen related comment we got about their favorite moment. (laughs) Of uh, 2023, <laughs> that was pretty but, good. Yeah, that you. Now I will say, like, yes, LP Burroughs is correct. You, you did struggle to diss the 74, but you also did surprisingly well. I feel like, thank you for 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 you know one of I your favorite more emotionally than anything. Yeah, for for <laughs> one of your favorite pens, you you were able to get out some you know 
that, that was your ultimate test in devil's advocating. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to argue against something you know is a good pen and a good choice for a purchase. But uh, you were able to offer some solid points. I think we've gotten a request to do that again. I think we could. It's been a while. We can do. We could do that again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, take take different stances for things that are opposite of what we actually feel. Yeah, I think that um, some. I think uh, if I were to argue against the E95s and you were to argue against the Lamy 2000, that might be an interesting one. Ooh, that's a good one. We both very much like those. What was the last time I had the Custom 74? What did you have? What did you argue? Pro against? Gear. The pro, was it the Pro Gear? Well, in that case, it was the pilot. Okay. It was the pilot versus the Pro Gear. Oh yeah, okay. And then okay. there was another one that we did. That was oh, I can't recall what that one was. We we have done two of them though. Okay. I think we did two in the same episode. We did like a couple okay. of battles. I'll have to look back. Okay. I would do it again. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. We can come up with some more. Yeah. Cool. All right. Definitely. Noted. Noted. Um. Let's see here. Uh. The Woodrush Cottage. Wood Thrush Cottage. There we go. Uh, my favorite moments of the 2023 Goulet Pencast are when both Brian British and Drew Pirate spoke with the funny accents. I think you did a chat, B- chat GPT thing. Uh, like you, you sounds come, about right. You'd come up with some intros. It was like right, right when you discovered chat GPT mm-hmm. and you like write a Pencast intro in this style and you read one That's and right. I read one. That's right. Yeah. Why did I stop doing that? We should do more. There's plenty of good reasons. <laughs> It's not as novel anymore. Now, most of the internet. That, is that, that was an example of a performance that there I was go. very. You did great. I was, you did great. It was it was difficult. Um, also said the Mad Libs episode. Oh yeah, that was a good one. That was that was. Um, uh, what was the theme of that? That like, was for why, a reason. Why did I do a Mad Lib? Um, it was related to uh, me not. Oh, it was the fantasy. fantasy. Yes, it yeah. was Brian's, you know, mm-hmm. fantasy adventure. Funny fact. That's right. Uh, after we talked so much about fantasy, you watched Lord of the Rings. I have done absolutely nothing with fantasy ever since, <laughs> and have no desire to whatsoever. Someone mentioned last week that it was funny how, as soon as I started going into detail about Green Lantern, you mean you went into supervillain mode, trying to find out how he can be beaten. By asking, like, well, couldn't you just take his ring off? Like it's my debater. I guess so. You're like, yeah. how can this man fail? How can this hero, how can this pillar of the superhero community... Well, it's because he says his ring can, like, create and do anything. And I'm it like, can. okay. That's like... Oh. But I can just snatch it. Okay, well, uh, infinity plus one. <laughs> like, okay, like... What's a, it's not a superpower if it can just literally do and beat anything. It can't do... It can't really beat anything. Like, it's all limited, you know, to the the user's kind of like inner, you know, whatever emotion you're bringing to that color ring is how powerful the ring is. So if you've got extraordinary mm. willpower, you'll be extraordinarily powerful. If you've okay. got extraordinary rage and you're a red lantern, you'll be mm. powerful. But, you know, he's tried to like, you know, put some green chains around Superman before and it holds him for a little while, but eventually Superman's like, you know. Yeah. So there's still a limit. Okay. Fair not, enough. Not all powerful. Fair the, enough. That you, you can't be because otherwise a hero... A, Superhero would not be interesting at all if he mm. was told. Like, that's why Superman's honestly not that interesting of a comic character because he can kind of do anything. He can anything. Just do anything. Yeah. So they have to make up all these funky, weird things for him to be challenged by. Yeah. When in reality, he, like, wouldn't be challenged by anything. It's also silly why he's on a team of superheroes. Like, they, he doesn't need anybody. Yeah. He's a better villain. He's got villain powers. Superman's a way better villain. Yeah. Why not just make him go dark? They have before. It's great. Make him stay dark. Yeah, they should. We got enough heroes. I agree. 
We need more villains. I'm just kidding. Yep. I don't care. Oh, sorry. I interrupted <laughs> you halfway through with Thrush Cottage. That's all right. Uh, the when, Mad Libs episode. <clears throat> yep, Mad Libs episode. Uh, when Drew humored me and wore his hand-patched denim jacket and then gave us a tour of each patch. I agree. That was a highlight for me, too. You did a great job with that jacket, by the way. That is, like, way more legit than I was envisioning <laughs> well, for a jacket. Well, thank you. Because that's, that's one thing I've not deep-dived on. I don't know if I told you this or not, but the, the sh- top shoulder line on the back uh-huh. was reserved for four Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I got them for <gasps> Christmas. You did? My wife got them for me. So I've got, I got my Ninja dude. Turtles, so I'm going to get back to sewing. That's awesome. Yep. So come spring, it will be more awesome. Are you hand sewing these on, or do you, have a, them, do you yeah. have a sewing machine? Oh, hand sewing. Okay. There's only a couple that you could even use a sewing machine with because they're so thick, right? And the jacket's well, real thick. Well, no, I mean I, you can use if, if you've got a good enough sewing machine, it wouldn't be a problem. But hmm. um, there's just it's just kind of where they're located. Like if it's all up in the sleeve and stuff, like yeah. it has to be. You have to lay it flat for the sewing machine, hmm. and sometimes like twist. Tough. Yeah, it can be. It can be tough. Some of them would have to be hand okay. sewn, all right. especially like. I've done a couple now that are on the pocket. So I have to actually put like a cardboard sleeve in the pocket to Hmm. go in and out of that on. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, But of course, I have no idea what I'm talking about because I don't have a sewing machine and I'm not good at using one. So I don't know. I'm sure somebody that was very, very good at it could do quite a few of them on a sewing machine. But I'm doing them all by hand. It's been fine. Still looks great. It's still hanging on. Nothing's fallen off so far. There you go. Awesome. Um, what else we got here? Oh, and when Brian Rick rolled us, apparently. As, uh... When did that happen? You dressed up as Rick Astley. Oh, yeah, for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. That was great. You did indeed. That, that was, was not bad. That was not bad. That was one of your better ones. That was fun. That was pretty solid. I wore that trick-or-treating with my kids. No no one cared about me. It was dark. But Joseph got a lot of good reactions. Nice. Especially, you know, because his parents are going to get it. The kids... Well, no, you said the kids are actually super into it. Oh, it depends. Yeah. Your kids anyway. My kids are definitely into it. Yeah. Anyone that knows my kids definitely know it because they recruit each other like on the regular, like several times a day. I'm talking like. What? Yeah. It's like a whole thing. Oh my God. In fact, there was just a, was it? I think either yesterday or maybe the day before there was a family text chain that Ellie got on there and texted this like link to a video that was like adorable cats doing adorable things or something like that it was a rickroll went right to the video and my mother-in-law she was like i don't see any cats it's just this guy singing you know and who was R- rachel was like that's a rickroll oh yeah sorry she's like oh is that what that means <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty adorable you know who the original rickroller was and this was like i think before anybody started rickrolling was Paul Rudd when he would get on Conan's podcast oh, or yes. po- Conan's Late Show yep. and kept on showing that clip of Mac and me yep. with the wheelchair kid rolling down the mm-hmm. hill and because that was and he's been that, that it's done in the same style that you yeah. would do a Rick roll absolutely but Paul Rudd kind of invented that yeah and he's been doing it ever since he's a Mac and me roller yeah he is yeah. So really you got to give Paul Rudd credit for kind of establishing that technique. And he kept people, it up. People applied Rick rolling to it. But, like, honestly, he, he was the progenitor of that. That's right. There you go. Um, right. And finally, uh, Ed, Ed Odo, 613, <clears throat> says, Best moments, Brian's backpack reveal and Drew's denim jacket patch reveal. Boom. Brian's, Brian's backpack was a big deal. That was a – you had a lot of things in there. I do have a lot of things in there. Has anything uh, major exited or entered your backpack? Like, do you have any new staples in there? Anything? Uh, Maybe. Did you put ever put a pair of shoes in that mystery shoe pocket? No shoes. No. Um, 
I have a lot of pens in there right now. Yeah. Because I brought a lot of pens home, pens home to clean. Because I was like, I'm going to be off work. There you go. Did I'll you? Be at home. No, no, not at all. So I'm carrying like 20 dirty pens. I don't in think my I. I don't think I wrote with any pens over you know uh, holiday break. It was just. I did a little bit, but I was. Yeah. It was. I was either busy or I was so tired I didn't do anything. It was yeah. no. There was no in between. Yeah. I was either. It was either hectic, or just completely. Same. Yeah. Passed Same. out. Same, yep. and I also had some shenanigans that I'll get into here in a second. Yeah, well, it, it's it's about shenanigan time. Is it? It's a sh- it's shenanigan o right. thirty. Let's give the people what they want, Drew. Let's do some what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we put this audio through a uh, limiter. Yes, it's got to be really annoying. I'm sorry to everybody listening <laughs> with headphones. But, all right, Drew. What's your world been like the last few days? Uh, well. That head fits you really well, by the way. Thank you. It does not go over my head I like feel, that. I feel very confident. You look like a, a yeah. pilgrim. Thank you. I'm like a you're... sparkly pilgrim. <laughs> you are sparkly um, pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, we had Friday off uh, at the Goulet Pen Company. They give mm-hmm. us, you know, two days off for Christmas, you mm-hmm. know, one that represents Christmas Eve and one that represents Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. Um, since Christmas Eve was on a Sunday, they went ahead and just gave us the day off on Friday. So hooray yep. for that. It was early enough that I actually was able to get in some last minute shopping. So... Super convenient. Nice. I was also able to charge up my soul, body, and mind uh, with some Waffle House that day. So uh, I was able to tackle the holiday hubbub with um, full power that I got from Waffle House. So that was excellent. And um, and it was really nice because uh, it was a payday, and I was at Waffle House, and she was super nice, and I gave her a $20 tip. Wow. And I was just like... It was really because Waffle House was like thirteen bucks for me to eat. So I'm like, you know, why not? Like that made me really happy. And it's the you know, season. I'm sure that there are people out there who have given more tip than that. But to me, that was a lot. And that is a lot. You know, for Waffle House, I feel like that's a that's a good amount. And that's a good amount. So I don't know. That made me happy. Yeah. And I'd like to do that as much as I can, especially Waffle House, because honestly, mm-hmm. sometimes they are better at serving you than a lot of other places are. So hats off to Waffle House. There you go. I don't know. Oh my God. There's so much glitter. Jeez. <laughs> you got glitter that all over your forehead. So much glitter. Oh, it's gonna be all on your sweater. That's fine. I'm I live with three corgis. I'm not I'm it's it's only weird if I don't have things stuck to my clothing. <laughs> um and then uh so we had a bit of a drama, a bit of drama last week mm. when I picked up my son. Apparently they had made cookies at his after school program. Okay. And they told the kids that they could have the cookies that they decorated when the okay. parents arrived. Okay. Uh the some of the little kids from the little kids section came over there and just took over and ate all the cookies. Oh, no. So I arrived and he was just very emotionally distraught. So we told him we could decorate some cookies at home. So we did. We went to, you know, we just got like a roll of Pillsbury sugar cookie dough and we Dang. stamped out some shapes. And, Sounds great. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure it's not as great as what it would be if I made my own because all the shapes turned into amorphous blobs. But uh, mm-hmm. they, they did the job. We kind of, you know, once they got out of the oven, I took the gingerbread shaped blob while the dough was still very soft and stamped like, it again. Hey. And it kind of worked. That's so smart. Yeah. Wasn't the worst thing in the world. Thinking on your feet. So, but it doesn't matter. We all just made a bunch of goofy designs. So nice. uh, we crossed that off the list. Cool. Um, he was not interested in uh, leaving cookies out for Santa this year. Really? So um, that's a, that was a, you know, a thing, you know, mm-hmm. so we just kind of said, okay, no problem. You know, you're, you're, you're still going to get some presents at that age. huh? Yeah. So, um, we 
just left it left it there. So he's he's just kind of progressing at his own pace on that. Okay. Um, but uh, Christmas morning happened. There was lots of stuff. Uh, oh wait, uh, Christmas Town, uh, Bush Gardens. Yeah. Christmas Eve, we did that. Yeah. So y'all done um, that a bunch, right? Like we have, we have. It's kind of a tradition. We go to Christmas Town at uh, Bush Gardens, Williamsburg, mm-hmm. on we're Christmas like, Eve. We're like forty-five minutes, maybe an hour from there. Yeah, here. about an hour. Um, and it was nice. We went with my brother Zach, and the weather was nice. It was cold, but not too cold. Yeah. And the crowds were decent. Overall, it was a really, really pleasant experience. Better than it was last year. Last year, it was painfully cold. It was so cold that I think that the park was not fully staffed. So a lot of the little beverage kiosks and things like that were shut down. Dining was extremely limited. Hmm. Uh, And the little tram that took you from the entrance to the parking lot was... There were only two of them running. And we just stood and waited. But this year, it was much better. We got a good parking Mm -hmm. spot. It was delightful. So very, very happy with that. Um, There was a ride that Archer had ridden probably two years ago. Mm -hmm. Last year, during the super cold year, it was shut down. But there was another more tame version that he did ride. When we got there, he thought that the more recent, more tame ride was the one he rode. But Shannon was like, no, we before that... We read, we rode this one, and you really liked it, and it looked, it was definitely faster, and uh-huh. it was more bumpy, and it's just something that goes in circles, but it goes in circles at an angle okay. and up and down. Okay. Um, but uh, he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I do remember that," but he was definitely hesitant, definitely worried, mm-hmm. and this kid does not like rides. Okay. He rode the goofy barnstormer at Disney and hated it. Yep, Joseph's that way. Terrified of it. Hates roller coasters. Yep. Um, <clears throat> But he did ride this one before when he was like seven mm-hmm. and loved it. So hmm. Shannon was confident okay, for good reason. But yeah. uh, as it got closer, the apprehension grew. Oh boy. And the first lap around was okay, but then it sped up. Oh, boy. And he broke down. Oh, no. He completely broke down. And let me tell you, mm. the, you know, Shannon was having it worse. But from my perspective, I saw her holding him. The fear in his face, the sadness, and oh, I'm like, I, I know how she's feeling Aww. because she's helpless. Yeah. And he's, you know, pleading with her to make it stop. And she gets off this thing with him and she just feels terrible <laughs> because she felt like she pushed him into it. And uh, that she was like, when, when you see your kid, like, stump his toe or hit Mm -hmm. their head or something like that you want to fix it you want to make it better right but you kind of know you can't so it doesn't like completely nobody no parent likes to see their kid hurt but of course but you also know i can't fix this right now yeah but when you're but when you're in it Mm -hmm. with them Mm -hmm. it's different like the experience is ongoing Mm -hmm. and it almost feels like i could like this could stop but i can't make it stop and it's Oh my gosh, she was just she was mm. kind of a mess after that, mm. and of course in the in the in the throes of the sadness, she told him that she would get him a prize. So oh gosh, <laughs> she was just saying everything she pain. could. Yeah. So yeah, we went we went to the little Rudolph gift kiosk, and he got a little Yeti plush ball. He's like, I want Yeti ball. I'm like, okay, you can have Yeti ball. <laughs> there you go. Um, Try and get some, but squeeze he, some positivity he, out of it. Yeah, he was yeah. so cool about it though. Like. She just kept apologizing. He's like, no, 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 it's not your fault. Like, it's not, 
you didn't do anything wrong. I mm. he was being very remarkably mature about it and good for him. Um, but she just was really upset about it. So that sucked. But the whole thing was really positive. Overall yeah. it was a really nice trip. Other than that one thing was uh yeah. that was just sad. But yeah, I have a feeling that when we go to Disney, we're not really going to be riding any rides. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's fine. Like, we're going with friends that are going to be park hopping and hitting mm-hmm. all the rides. Like, they're going to go to Tron. They're going to they're going to park hop so they can go ride Avatar. And okay. we're not. We're just going to walk around, yeah. eat, and do the you know chill yep. experience thing. And there goes my hat. Knock hats off tables. Um. So it'll be fine. But uh, yeah, kid does yeah. not. Kid does not is not a thrill seeker. Yeah, same way. My yeah. kids are kind of the same way. Ellie's a little bit more out there than Joseph. She'll do a couple things, but she's still not like loving it. I'm always the one that's like, "Hey, can I go ride a you know Intimidator or whatever?" I love Intimidator and Kings yeah. Dominion. It's my favorite ride because it's really fast. Uh, and you get a lot of good airtime, and I love like the drop tower too. Oh God, no! Just that that feeling of like free fall. Ah, uh, that is the I least favorite part because I like I like roller coasters. I like the 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 the, the speed and the travel and the turns. Mm-hmm. I don't like drops. I love drops. Yeah, I don't like that feeling. That I would love skydiving, but I don't think I'm could do it. I just had too much, too much on the line. I wonder if wingsuits like make you feel that same like like stomach in your throat sort of feeling. Probably because like, but you're going to. forward too. Yeah, like but, I don't have yeah. a problem going forward. I don't like falling. Yeah, but you could like you know depending that, on how you. Yeah, I just I don't want to free move fall. in the wing the wingsuit. I'd whatever. probably kill myself either way. I'm not going to do any of it. Yeah, wingsuits um, are terrifying. That's you know. Yeah, I just want to like glide. Maybe hang gliding is what I need. <clears throat> that that might be fun. Hang gliding or parasailing. Yeah. That's even safer. Yeah, paragliding. Yeah, I'm not doing any of it. Um, yeah, these, but no, I'm just <laughs> we're just saying things. Like, none risk. of that is going to happen. No. For me. Uh, so anyway, Christmas morning was delightful. I got some mm-hmm. video games. I gave Shannon some stuff. Archer just had a blast. He's been very low maintenance this holiday season. Nice. You know, not not really expecting much, but he was happy with everything he got. Mm. And this year, at age nine, he was the most polite he has ever been about Christmas. He said nice. thank you every time. Oh. He was genuine in his, you know, gratitude. It was wonderful. So that's awesome. Finally got there. And he was also excited because there were some years early on where he was like, we were excited to get him something. And his reaction was just kind of like, eh, (laughs) but, but he, we knew he liked it. He just wasn't really giving us a whole lot. Over the top about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was maybe overstimulated, but this year, great. He was excited. He was thankful, thankful to the family too. We went over my grandmother's house as we Mm, normally do. He was super polite. Um, love spending time with my family. I, I have a great relationship with my family. Um, this is a pretty small family. It's just my mom, my aunts, my grandmother, um, and my brother. But uh, yeah, it's no drama. It's just a really easy, chill moment with everybody. And we all just sit around and chat. There's not like a weird uncle that shows up and tries to talk politics or anything like that. And it's just really easy. And I'm very, very mm-hmm. thankful for the dynamic yeah. that my family has. Nice. My little family. <clears throat> um and then it, it, during my downtime, I played more uh, Ghost of Tsushima on the PS5. Nice. Just been running around doing samurai things. So it was, a pretty, it was a pretty good weekend. Awesome. Very delightful holiday weekend. That's awesome. And uh, now I've got more games. So I've got to kind of figure out my plan of attack for the next mm. couple ones I'm going to do. Okay. Yeah. I did look because we were talking offline a little bit. I have an Xbox 360, which is like 11 or 12 years old. Um, I do have Assassin's Creed 3 and 4, so the good ones. You won't be disappointed so, in either. To, whenever I play them, haven't played them yet. They're still they're still good. Uh, my yeah. brother, um, Chad, is uh, playing 
the one that chronologically takes place between those two. Mm-hmm. So it's got some characters from three and four, and he's loving it. And it's you know it's a, it's a three sixty game, so yeah, um, it still holds up gameplay wise. Nice, yeah. My brother in law got an Xbox for Christmas. One of the new ones. Yes, the Series S. He or also whatever. had like an. The 360, I think. He, yeah. It's been like a decade for him, too. Uh, but he got like Forza Horizon 5. And I was like, oh, that. You'd love it if you could justify it. Like, if you knew you'd buy more than one game, <sighs> yeah, that's it would the make thing. sense. That's the thing. Yeah. And like, we have a Steam Deck. We have a Switch. And it's just like. But you don't play either of those. I really don't. <laughs> so I like, really don't. But if you, if you. So who uses the TV for gaming? Joseph and Rachel. For the Switch? Well, yeah, okay. switches and Steam Deck too. Mm. Joseph hooks Steam Deck into the TV, but they don't have to. Like those are mobile consoles. Yeah, they're both they're both similar that you can, you know, they'll default to playing on the TV. But if other people are in the room or somebody else wants to watch something, gotcha. they'll go to the handheld device, which is great for them. Well, but and then I have a I have a computer monitor that I have like over in the corner that I have with headphones that I'll like. Play. I don't even have a chair. It's like like a standing table. You just so stand just, there like, and stand play. and play. Oh wow! I mean, part of that's because like I don't want to just like sit there and play video games forever. So why like, by standing? I'm just like okay. I'm not. Oh. Meanwhile, you know, I settle in for a long, a long winter's nap. <laughs> I am styles. Yeah. The the the, the, the got too many other shenanigans to get shades, up to, Drew. The lights go off. The shades get pulled. The blackout curtains go in. It's a whole experience. I pulled a love sack right in the middle of the carpet. Mm. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Right on, man. Yeah. I don't... Uh, I, I mean, I obviously could do something like that, but I got too many other things to do. Too many hammers to hammer. Too many logs to bury. Too many logs to bury. Too many whatever. Any shenanigan I'm up to. All right. Is that That's it, it for you? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. So I I had a really good Christmas break here. Um, got to see my parents quite a bit, which is great. Did um, you have people visiting the house? Yeah. Or did y'all travel? My parents, no, we stayed put. You stayed put. We good. stayed put, yeah. Um, my in-laws are there right now. They came Christmas afternoon and are here for a few days. Um, so, but uh, before they came... My parents were visiting us Christmas Eve, and, you know, it was nice. The weather was great, and I just got to, like, catch up with my mom a lot, and she told me about, like, old stories of her childhood and Christmas and stuff like that. So get this. My my parents, they're immigrant families, um, grew up in Connecticut, and my mom is one of nine children, and she grew up in a 1,200-square-foot house. They had one bathroom. That's not big. No. So nine children, seven of them girls. So seven girls plus the mom. So eight women, three men in the house, sharing a bath, one bathroom in the whole house. And that was like the house got up to 1,200 square feet. It started out as a hunting shack that didn't even have running water. When they, my, my mom wasn't born yet. She's number six out of the nine. But when they had four kids and they're pregnant with the fifth, that's when they got the hunting shack. And they slowly like renovated and added onto it and got it up to twelve hundred square feet. And got water, I hope. They got water yep, eventually. Yep. So yeah. But just like hearing like the uber humble beginnings. And the only reason they got the house is because they they were like renting, trying to like rent an apartment. And they literally no one would rent to them because they didn't want to like people with five kids in an apartment. So they were just like looking for like anywhere to live. 
and that's what they had to do. So yeah, my grandpa was like a World War II veteran, tool and die maker, just like blue collar, humble worker and raised the kids on that. So they were like super duper, duper, duper frugal, scrappy. Christmas must have been very minimal. Yes. So that's what I was kind of just like getting some perspective from her about it. She said that they would get uh, one outfit, uh, usually like one family gift, like a toboggan or something. And then like one like toy, like one personal item. And that was it. And so get this. This gave me good perspective too. So tales of the glories of Christmas is long, long ago. Yeah. Like, That's what that means. The past was the worst. Like I would yeah. not want to go back to that. That no, sounds terrible. Whenever someone says like, oh, what, what time period would you like to live in? I'm like, none of them. No, the future. future. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. So she was telling me that um, my grandfather would basically have to work up until Christmas Eve they would have a Christmas like party kind of a thing the afternoon of Christmas Eve. And that's when they would get like a little bonus or whatever, a Christmas bonus thing. And that's what he would have to use because they were paycheck to paycheck like their entire life. So that's what they would use for Christmas gifts. So he would get his Christmas bonus check at like three o'clock on Christmas Eve. And he would have to drive home and then him and his wife would have to go and do all of their Christmas shopping for nine children with that one little bonus on Christmas Eve, come back home, cook dinner, and then go and like wrap the gifts. And then that was Christmas. And I was just like, that sounds really stressful. It's good that <laughs> some places are open. I know, but I'm just like, wow, what a different time that we're in right now. Rachel and I were literally just like Black Friday, just like shopping on our phones on the sofa. Yeah, I had Archer like, taken care you know. of, you know, weeks and weeks ago. Yeah, but just like... That was a hard life right there. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely gave me some perspective on that. Yeah. So it made me appreciate yeah, what I, we have today. I tried to balance that out because we did talk a little bit on Christmas Eve about, you know, how fortunate we are. And um, I don't want to, like, it's very easy to make Archer feel bad and to make him feel sad and guilty. Like, it doesn't take a lot with that kid. And I'm glad he's... help. Like, I'm, he glad, you know. I'm glad he's empathetic. But, yeah, you know, so we did touch on some of the things going on in the world right now and ha where other kids are and the, yeah. some things that are going on. So I at least want him to understand that we have it good. So we, sure. we, we touched on that, and I think we touched on it enough, you know, to give him the thought without making him feel bad for receiving yeah. things. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's... It's yeah. something to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, speaking of the old days, do you, did you watch? You've seen a Christmas Story, the movie, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know they made a new one in twenty twenty two. I haven't seen it, but yeah, I heard about we, it. We watched it. It was surprisingly yeah, it was good? good. Yeah, uh, most all of the returning cast. Yeah, that's what um, I heard. And uh, remarkably well balanced in terms of like throwbacks mm -hmm. and you know not overdoing it. Like they didn't do the whole leg lamp thing. Like, okay. There's you know. You saw the lampshade briefly in the attic, but that was it. They mm. did. They're like, okay, the leg lamp thing is like the most famous thing about this movie. We're gonna, we're not gonna go there. Okay. I'm like, you know what? Okay. Respect. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Let it, let it be what it is. Exactly. And yeah. so I think that for as good as a what 30 year sequel can be, it was. All right. So yeah, worth a watch for sure. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to keep that in mind. We didn't watch a whole lot. Like the kids didn't really want to watch anything. Like any Christmas, we always thing. we always <laughs> want to watch more than we end up watching. I wanted yeah. to watch Jingle All the Way. I wanted to watch the Schwarzenegger Turbo okay. Man, you know. But we never we didn't get to that. <laughs> I haven't one. seen that in a long time. I know, me neither. Yeah, I hope it's good. I remember liking it. I'm pretty sure he's got like a couple of classic like one liners in oh, there. Oh, for sure. 
Like I don't remember what it is. Online but... shopping would have ended that movie in the first five minutes. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So my kids, my kids are older. So, you know, the Santa experience is maybe different than it was when they were younger. Mm-hmm. Keeping it, you know, family friendly on here. Um, but uh, one thing that is funny now, they're both in middle school and they're both very snarky. So I am enjoying this phase because I also get to be snarky. Oh, yes. Um, and I just we're, dish, we're, it, we're dish it out right back at them. We're definitely in there now. 100% yeah. snark. Great. Oh, it is. It really is. It like yeah. you know today. Sorry, no. You go ahead. I'm interrupting. That's all right. You can, you can chime in. Okay. We have a loose format today. Today I had to. Um, we. I drove him to daycare this morning. Realized it was closed. <laughs> Whoops. And my wife and I both were like, I thought it was open. Crap. Okay. Okay. So luckily, my <laughs> my work allowed me to work from home the first first part of the day. Yep. And then mm-hmm. so we, I could come in and record this. I dropped him off with my grandmother. Nice. Um. On the way there, we're just like, all right, I can drive by, pick at McDonald's on the way to Mimi's house. And uh, we see on the menu display mm-hmm. that they have Squishmallow Happy Meals. And he he just lit up. He's like, he, I got a picture of him. He was just, because I was stopped and I took a picture of him because he was just leaning over, looking at the thing with the biggest smile on his face. He gets his Happy Meal. It's that same stupid Crash Bandicoot foam lump on a loop that I had complained about several weeks ago. No Squishmallow? No. At all? No. Wow. Just the worst possible thing. And (laughs) I texted my wife because I sent her that picture. I'm like, look how happy he is that there's Squishmallows. And she's like, oh, that's cute. And I said, it was that darn Crash Bandicoot foam (laughs) lump on a string. (laughs) And she's like, oh, no, was he upset? And no, the reality was... To cope with this disappointment, he just went into snarky insult mode. Yeah. Just ragging on McDonald's, ragging on the, how stupid and junky this thing is. There you just, go. I'm like, you know what? Okay. Yeah. I would rather you just be just a snarky, you know. Like you're growing up. Little monster than, you know than, a, than a sad, depressed child, you know. That's right. Like, there you go. Channel channel that sarcasm snark into a defense, an emotional defense. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Building resilience. <laughs> right. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, my, my kids are definitely in that. And they feed off each other too, which yeah. is also great. Oh, and man. Rachel will will attest when she was younger, like around that age, she was unbearable. Are you the – Like an unbearable smart Are you the Alec. target of as many like troll-like comments as I am? Oh, yeah. Like I – like Shannon and Archer troll me nonstop. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's nonstop. Oh, it's merciless it gets, in it my gets house. Spread around a little I'm bit. absolutely a victim. It's nightmarish. Yeah, I those would two, say those two together. I would say it's more of like a, a shotgun spray that just kind of will hit anybody in range oh. in, in the Goulet household. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not uh, it's not a not a sniper scope. I thing. will say that Archer's an opportunist. He'll jump on board with whatever's oh, okay. happening. But I think generally, it's coming more from Shannon at me than that, from me at Shannon. That doesn't surprise me. Oh, in I know. The least, yeah. So that's just, that's yeah. usually how it goes. Yeah, I could see that. So Oof. anyway, you were talking about your kids' snarkiness. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I've, I've uh, been trying to incorporate that into uh, their Christmas, you know, gifts. So like, especially in like the who it's from. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year I did a but they were really into Hamilton last year. Yeah. So I did like all the different Hamilton characters and those types of things. They loved that. Uh, this year I went for a little more snark, and they loved it. Of course. 
like, uh, you know, I had presents that was like from your mom yep, and dad, you know, like in parentheses, <laughs> I didn't want to say from a store. Right. That was another one. I said, your face was another one. And then yes. your, your butt. That was another one. They loved that one. Beautiful. So just all the, all the snarky middle school comeback things. I incorporated that into their, the, the gifts and who it was from. See, Archer wouldn't like that because he wouldn't, he wouldn't be able to come back at him like, mm. because they're written down. He's like, well, he'd feel the need to like look at one of us and like say, all right, well, you're the mom. <laughs> Written insults would just scramble his brain. Yeah. Be like, how do I, how do I come back at this? Well, they weren't, uh, yeah, they, they took it in stride. I think it was, uh, they just appreciated the, the cleverness. Nice. Of it. Very so, cool. Yeah. And which is funny because like, I really want to do that kind of stuff. So like Rachel and I were wrapping presents a few days before and she was like, what are you doing? Like, you know, this kind of stuff. Because I'll do things like I'll wrap. I'll wrap stuff in really weird boxes, you know, like oh, they, they had like squishmallow type things or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I would just like throw it into an empty box. So it like rattles around a right. lot and throw like a bunch of pencils or something in there with it. <laughs> so it's like this, this huge box, this like this thing that kind of like right. is uneven and rattling around with all these pencil sounds and stuff. So it's just like, what the heck That's kind of amazing. is in here? And I'm, cause I'm like, what are the mind games we can play with these kids? Yeah. Cause I know what they're going to try to get up to. Um, yeah, so that's stuff awesome. like that's pretty fun. That is cool. Um, yeah, and then just like <clears throat> doing terrible wrapping jobs and using way too much tape and you know things like that just to troll them. They they appreciate it. That's cool. It seems over the top in the moment. No, just kind of like what are you doing? But then we then I they open I'm, it and I was I like, I think I might do that next year. That sounds awesome. Doing? Yeah, he'll he's at a good age where I think he'd oh yeah, probably appreciate that a lot. He's I know exactly the look he'd give me too. <clears throat> oh, I did uh, I did one where I wrapped. Um, it was like a squishmallow type thing. Uh, and I grabbed a box of like those blue shop towels. Yeah. You know, like, you, so it was like a shop towel box. Like with a little slit where you pulled, pulled, yeah, where you like pull, them out. pull yeah. them out. So I put it in that, but then I put shop towels back in the top. So when they unwrapped it, it literally just looked like shop a towels. box of shop towels nice. with towels coming out of it. And then they, you know, they, they thought that was clever That's too. That's brilliant. So having fun with that. Um, so that was fun. Uh, and then, um, well, a couple things. So before I get up to my big, big event. Before it's hammer time. Before him. Well, the hammer time is coming, but there's another thing that I got into. Oh, my goodness. That. Yes. Got into some outdoor adventures. Oh, boy. Uh, unintentionally. But anyway, it's a story. Um, but also, uh, so Ellie's been learning how to sew. Um, spent some time over Thanksgiving. Rachel's mother brought down her sewing machine. Showed Ellie a little bit. We didn't have our own sewing machine. Um, but my mom is not sewing quite as much anymore, and she has her machine. Um, but her machine is like, it's almost 50 years old. So it's like, it's very well made, but it's like, it's kind of like uh, doing everything manually. So it's like, we're testing it out. So I went and picked it up, got it from my mom. She showed me sort of how to set the machine up and stuff like that. It's it's kind of complicated because you have to know like literally how to hook and loop every single thing in there. Mm. And you got to change all the knobs and like there's instructions and stuff. But I'm like... I don't know. I don't know how this is going to go. So I didn't want to like buy a machine and then see if like if Ellie's not that into it, then we got like this extra machine. But then, you know, yeah. and it's always tough because it's like, do you buy a cheap machine because you don't know if they're going to be that into it, but then it's going to be a cheap machine. It's probably going to be crappy and they're then not going to be, you know, so it's like literally as we're like thinking about like fountain pens and stuff, it's like the same kind of thing. It's like, I don't know how much to get into it yeah. if I don't know it's going to stick, but you know. So I don't know. We're testing it out. It's very much up in the air right now, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But I've been told we have to, a machine. I've been told to buy one from the '90s. Yeah, yeah, like okay. uh, like a Singer or something. Like one, I forget what brand it was, but like okay. 
apparently, you know, getting one used with Facebook Marketplace, apparently they just made them better, you know, back okay. then. So that's my, like, that's my. Like so complicated. They're like so, because now like there's some like computerized <clears throat> yeah, stuff in there well, and no, everything. Yeah, obviously and not like, in the 90s. Yeah. So like, that, uh, that's, that's my rough plan, but okay. I still, all, every time I put some money aside for that, it gets used for something else because it's so yeah. low on the list of yeah. things I actually need to save money for. Yeah. Well. I'll get there eventually. Yeah. I like kind of have an interest in learning how to sew because like I, well, partly to support my outdoor adventures, I'm like tearing holes in my clothes a lot. So just being able to repair stuff myself would be kind of handy. I'm not trying to like make clothes from scratch or make drapes or anything, but like just knowing how to sew is like kind of a skill. Yeah. And I would like that. Me too. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Very much up in the air as to how that one's going to go, but we'll see. Um, Okay. So my big outdoor adventure. So... We've had a ton of rain recently. Yes. Um, also just had like a lot of leaves fall and stuff like that. It's very common this time of year, obviously. Um, I have a creek that runs through my property. Yeah, a creek. It's just a little runoff creek from like the, our neighbor's got a pond. Yeah. And it's not huge or anything, but it's just like a little runoff creek there. So it's not huge, but you know, we've had a lot of rain, so it's it's been flowing pretty good. Um So I had, of course, adventures where I was like trying to build log bridges and things like that. So um, I had built what I felt was a permanent solution with a culvert and gravel road and all that kind of stuff. The roads held up great. However, we had all this heavy rain and I realized that uh, the creek had flooded and kind of created a mess. So it like overran the little roads that I had built and all this kind of stuff. Um, And I thought that it had just like a bunch of crap from the sides of the creek had like flowed down and maybe blocked the culvert pipe or something like Mm -hmm. that. Um, But no, what actually happened was the part of the creek bed underneath the culvert pipe like eroded out. And so the water had like started flowing under Under the pipe. The pipe then dropped and was it like a corrugated pipe or a concrete pipe? Yeah, it's like a corrugated, like okay. a, it's like a plastic, really thick plastic yeah, like ribbed yeah. pipe. Yeah. Um, very durable, but. Not corrugated. Yeah, ribbed. The, that's what, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So like the whole, the whole thing ended up dropping. And uh, as soon as it dropped, then the water was flowing over the pipe and eroded everything else. And the whole thing and, just oh, ended up collapsing into the creek. Man. Thankfully, I wasn't like on it or anything like that. But I just noticed, I was like, there's a hole in the middle of that thing. And I looked in. And so I was like. But then, you know, I don't know exactly like the series of events that happened, but it was after one of the huge rains we had oh, like man. last weekend. And so I was like, cool, so cool, you cool, cool. A, you have to get that pipe out of the earth now. And I had like done like poured concrete for like the head walls and stuff like that. Oh. So that's all in the way too. Oh, and so I was no. just like, oh, this is the thing. So what so, were you uh, supposed to have done differently? Like put like gravel underneath the pipe? Yeah, probably. But even then the... Stuff underneath the gravel would have eroded, right? Yeah, I'm trying to like assess that right now, Uh, you know, because it's like, I mean, this thing was so dry over the summer that like literally there was no water flowing through it at all for like a couple of months. uh, So it's not like a huge thing, but I guess just like there's a bunch of sand and stuff in there, I guess that runs off from the pond or whatever. So, uh, you know, it was just one of those things, sort of like the log grave thing with the siphoning out the water. I was just like, 
I have made my own bed and now I'm sleeping in it because I made this whole thing. And you know what you should do? Just <sighs> bury it all. Just bury it all in the yard. <laughs> Put it all in. Just like or, uh, nature's already trying to do it for you. It's Apparently. Tr- try to bring it, bring it down. Like, I still want to be able to cross the creek there. That's the thing. So well, I need like a solution. Remove the plastic, you know, because nature. Uh-huh. Concrete, you know, it's fine. <laughs> you can bury concrete. It's still rock. Nature <laughs> likes rocks. And then, uh, you know, just build something on top of all that. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. There you go. Yeah. So you I, need you, what you need. You just need clearance. You know, get yourself a nice curved mm. bridge. Okay. Now we don't need to build anything under it. I could do a bridge. That isn't something I've thought about. But to drive a tractor across a bridge, you got to build a heck of a bridge. Yeah. So that is an option that I'm considering. But I'm doing some research on how to better do. I've done a lot of research about like how to do culverts and crossings and stuff. I did a great job of everything like on top of the pipe. Like mm. it was very solid, but I did not anticipate within like a year of this thing. Just, I don't know. I don't know if it got clogged and then because it was clogged, then it eroded away or something. But Maybe. my guess is it was probably doing it for a little while. Dang. And I just didn't know it because mm. it was all happening underneath. So live and learn. So I basically had to excavate everything out and remove the pipe and all that kind of stuff. And because of course we're getting like torrential rains, like starting tonight and then into tomorrow. So are we? Yeah. Oh God. One we're of my dogs, one of my dogs, like more than an inch of rain tomorrow. One of my yeah. dogs won't pee if it's wet. Oh gosh. He just won't. He'll, he'll go out there and be like, Sorry. yeah, no, not doing it. Oh gosh. Luckily he will hold it forever. Wow. But still it's frustrating. Yeah. I'm like Hank, I know you got to go, bro. Just, yeah. just do your business. I'm will... adding to the wetness. Oh like, God. come on. He doesn't like it. I, he doesn't even like putting his paws in it. Wow. Weirdo. <laughs> Bougie. Yeah, I'll tell you. Um, so, yeah. So, um, not only did I have that, but I was like, okay, because I suspected like it was because a creek flooded and all that. And I was like looking down the creek. I mean, this creek is probably at least a thousand feet long. Like, it's a good amount of creek that I'm dealing with. And, um, yeah, so I was like, oh, there's actually a good amount of junk in this creek. Just branches and logs and leaves and sand and all kinds Did of stuff. Did you clear out just, the whole creek? I'm working on it. Oh, that was my, my big, God. That was my big project. Because I hadn't done that the last couple of years. And now it's like ruining everything. So I'm like, I think I have to well, do this as a regular maintenance item now. Nature might just want it to make a new creek. It does, uh, maybe, maybe nature's saying, hey, I want to be more than a creek. Maybe I... I want to branch off and go over to well, go over to near where Brian's, you know, wood, wood, wood woodworking area is. No, that's that, not okay with me. <laughs> that's not okay, nature. I'm going to fight you on that one. So, to start off, that was that was basically what kicked off my my four day week off. Oh you know, God. four day four days off for yeah. Christmas time because the weather was great. <clears throat> I mean, it was like high fifties. It was kind of warm on Christmas. It was pretty warm, and so yeah. I was like, "All right, we don't have any firm plans. We're staying put." We got all the Christmas shopping and everything done early. And so I was like, I guess this is how I'm going to be spending a fair amount of time. Yeah. But what was really cool, Rachel normally just like wants nothing to do. Oh, yeah. Top me off, man. Yeah. Wants more of that. Rachel normally is just kind of like letting me do my shenanigans or whatever. But she like came out with me on the trails and just like watched me work. It was a little weird. First, I was like, do you like need something? She was like, no, I just want to like see what you're up to. I was like, oh, that's cool. So we just like talked and stuff and I just told her what I was doing and she was watching me shovel wet sand out of the creek for hours at a time. And she was like, yeah, this is a lot of work. And I was like, yes, now you understand why I'm so tired and smelly when I come in. She's like, yeah, this is kind of crazy. And then, you know, my friend 
texted me and was like, Hey, you want to go for a bike ride? This is what, as I'm like shoveling out the Creek. And I was like, sure. So I like <laughs> cleared out the Creek for a few hours and then went for a 14 mile bike ride and then came back and shoveled. You, you, you have and... an abundance of whatever that is <laughs> that I need some of ignorance, uh, and you, fortitude. you, you, I, you're, you're, you're spinning that very positively, but sure. Yeah. Um, and then you need to take at least a, a, a couple t- tablespoons full of my laziness. Like, I think I think that both of us would benefit from it. You'd be a lot mm. less tired. Probably. I'm just saying. It's weird, though. If I sit around all day, I feel more tired than if I'm doing stuff. Like, physically, I'll be tired, like, shoveling out the creek and whatnot. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, there is something. It's more be, stimulating. There is something to be said for that. I, 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 I like being outside. <clears throat> and it's like, right now, there's no bugs. It's cool that is so nice. i'm not sweating as much that is nice you know there's no like creatures and spiders and all this crap to deal with there's no yellow jackets like this is the this time is the time you're right to be doing this stuff but, you, but so also it doesn't matter it. even if it's not the time you still go out and I'll do still it. go out there i'll still yeah. do it if it's 95 degrees yeah. out and i'm dying oh my God. but yeah so Crazy, man. i basically spent most of my time not it was it wasn't like i spent all my time but at least like three maybe four hours a day you know, cutting branches and scooping out muck from the creek, wet leaves mixed in with, you know, big logs and just pulling all that junk out. Mm. I did see a crayfish. Oh, yummy. Yeah. I know I had those because you see like the little, like these little muddy, like stacks that they kind of build. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the heck is that? And I looked it up and I was like, I think that's for crayfish or crawfish or crawdads, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. But I actually saw one like underwater in the creek. And I was like, hey, I took a picture of it. Maybe I'll include it. Um, but yeah, I was like, hey, look at you doing your thing. Speaking about a picture that I'll include. Um, actually, no, maybe I won't. Anyway, I got a, uh, Shannon printed me a hoodie with Hank's face on it. <gasps> One of our dogs. That's yeah. awesome. It just says, it's Hank. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's the thing. We said we weren't going to do any pictures today, so I won't do a picture. But anyway. No, we're doing pictures. Why aren't we doing pictures? We said we were going to take it easy. No, I got to do pictures. pictures. Okay, we got to do pictures. I got some picture-worthy things here. All right. The hammers, at least. Okay. Um, But uh, I will tell you, so the Creek Adventures, previously I had like, you know, like knee-high rubber boots like I use for like power washing and stuff like that, which are okay, but not for Creek stuff. So previously I would be like on the ground trying to like dig into the Creek and pull stuff up, and it just like would not suffice. So I actually... Went to uh, Bass Pro Shops and bought some waders. There we go. I had that on my list for a while, and I told Rachel, I was like, Rachel, this is what I'm going to be in for with this project. I'm surprised you don't have those already. It does seem like something I would have. It does. But they're not cheap. And, you know, so it's like, it's got like the rubber boots, and then it's connected, like glued basically like to a neoprene suit. So it's like totally waterproof, mm-hmm. insulated, stuff like that. And I tell you. That is a lifesaver. Oh, yeah. Like the creek water has got to be like 45 degrees. It's freaking cold. But I'm in there in the waders and it's like, I'm just like splashing around in the pool. Like, yeah. Totally fine. And then I'm just like, there's briars, there's all kinds of stuff. And I'm just like, you're mm, invincible. Oh, da da da. Yeah. But I'm actually just like able to work. And I'm like, this is kind of nice. Yeah. This is why you get the right equipment. So, with the right gear, working outside and stuff like that is really not so bad at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Putting those in the summer, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, it's going to be terrible in the summer. But, you know, I didn't buy, like, super heavily insulated ones because I was like, I can always layer up. So I just bought ones that were, like, oversized so I can layer up. And then in the summertime, it'll just be – I'll be sort of hot. Yep. But, you know, that's why I'm getting all my creaking in right now. There we go. Clear up that creaking in. Yep. But that uh, that culvert thing is still – 
in process. I got to figure gonna, out I'm tell how you, I'm going to attack I'm going to Google uh, tractor bridge for you. Oh, yeah. I'll I got find, some good YouTube videos. I'll find and, you something. I did some research. It's not cheap, though. The amount of wood that you need to use to build a bridge that holds a tractor, it's not an insignificant investment. Have you thought about maybe just buying something and not building something yourself? You can't buy a tractor bridge. I can buy you a tractor me? bridge. I'll find you a tractor bridge by 3 o'clock. Okay. Tractorbridges.com? No. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see what you send me after you do some research on this. Uh, yeah, I'll talk to some people. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what you got going on. Yeah. All right. And then, last but not least, I was like, it's the last thing of the year. Oh, boy. You'd already given me a heads up. You were like, most of the comments about what people enjoyed were your shenanigans. And I was like, okay, I feel like I'm leaving I'm leaving a loose end undone. It's fine. If I don't get in a formal no, hammer count. It's fine. So I got a formal hammer count. I was oh out there last night gathering up all my hammers in both my sheds, fishing around in my old boxes of crap that I had from when I was a kid. Putting them in a bucket. And going into my vehicles, going into Outdoor toolboxes. Did you have I, hammers in your vehicles? I didn't actually. Okay. But I have other tools in my vehicles. Okay. It was just like I couldn't remember if there was a hammer in there because sometimes I'll, you know, bring things. Like I just, you know, put some shelves up for my parents like a week ago. That makes sense. So I'll like bring toolboxes and sometimes, you know, I'll leave a tool or I have things. You know, I have I have like wrenches and stuff like that, wrenches and pliers and all that because like if I break down on the side of the road, I want to be able to like whatever, fix stuff. You know, so keep it with the jumper cables and zip ties and ratchet straps and all that, you know, essentials. So I wasn't sure if I had hammers in there. I did not have any hammers in any Good. vehicles. But now I kind of want to because I'm like, I kind of, I have enough. Let's put it that way. Um, so I gathered up all my hammers. Now, to caveat here, these were not any electric or like hydraulic things. Electric so no, hammer? Yeah, I've got like impact hammers and stuff like that. So this is nothing nothing me- mechanical. These are all just hand tools. Yeah. Hammers. So I got to clarify that first. Why would anybody think it's an electric hammer? I don't know because those are like an thing. impact drill? Yeah, I've got impact drills. I've got impact. How is that a hammer? That's not a hammer. No, I've got like a hammered like, like it's like a small jackhammer basically. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got one of those. Because I've had to bust up concrete and I've had to do all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay. And you can swap it out for chisels. You can, you know, so. Okay. Yeah, that's a thing. Okay. I didn't know there was but, such thing as a mini jackhammer. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. And they just call those electric hammers? Uh, yeah. Or like impact hammers or something I know like impact that. drills, yeah. which is, you know, it, yeah, drill, it drills like a, and hammers at the same time. It's a bigger version of that, essentially. But it doesn't drill. It just hammers. Um, you can get both. Yeah. You can get both. So it spins and the punches. Have, you could just got a knob on the top that you can switch. So if you just want to use it as a hammer, uh-huh. you can. But if you need to drill. Okay. So I've used it for like when I've had to drill through um, like brick or cement or something like that. Like if I need to like, you know, run a pipe outside or something like that and I got to drill through the foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, it's got a masonry bit and you can drill. Or if you're just trying to like bust up, you know, concrete or bust up whatever you need to, rocks, stuff like that. It won't spin. It'll just. That sounds like fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds like fun. I will say. It's a lot of fun. So I didn't count any of that. These are just hand hammers, like, you know, Donkey Kong style. Um, So I gathered them all up and I took a picture. I laid it all out. I'm pretty proud of the picture because it kind of laid out nicely. You're not ashamed of it? No. Proud of it. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Um, So there it is. Those are all my hammers. 
Uh, the oh, grand the grand count God. is 35 hammers. 35. I have 35 hammers. I know I have one or two that I couldn't find, but I'm not counting that in the official count. You know what, Brian? These look remarkably varied. Right? I, I will say that I'm, there's there's definitely some duplicates and some that are like yeah, close enough. This is not exactly what I was picturing in my mind. I was picturing more like 40 regular claw hammers. Oh no. You've They're got all a, over the place. You've got an impressive assortment here. Like Most, I do see some of them, I do see some redundancies. There's some redundancies. All right, now sure. these three up here with the orange handles, those are all the same thing. They're not yeah, actually. They no. They are actually. Uh, two of them I'll are the, two of them are the same. <laughs> Because I forgot that I bought one of them. <laughs> okay. But one of them is a is a framing hammer, so it's got a knurled end, and the other one is smooth. Okay. So when you're doing like rough construction, you have the knurled end because it keeps it from slipping off. So if you're like hammering, like doing like deck work and shingles mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you want that because it's rough. And if you miss and you dent it with the knurled end, it doesn't really matter as much. Mm. But if you're trying to do something a little, you know more finish not finish but a little more finish work you want the smooth end not the not the knurled end i see so okay. like there's things like that there's different weights there's different right. lengths stuff like that all right yeah you've some of these a, i've inherited you, and then a lot of them are know. a lot of them are like mallets and sledgehammers so yeah there's a good number of different okay. sizes and shapes and weights all and right stuff you know like what that. this is not this isn't it's bad not as crazy no right? it's not it's not as I crazy. a little better when i laid them all out yeah, i was I'm, like I'm okay with you. this is not this is not as crazy i see yeah. i see some intentionality here. Yeah, I and don't see like, the. I don't see some of the mallets. Like the a couple of them are like they're called dead blow mallets. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's 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 almost like got like it's like weighted, it's like sand inside yeah. it or something like that. Yeah. You know, so it's meant to like you know not bounce as much and stuff like that. It's really good for you know when you're trying to like hammer together. Like we we have some here at work. Oh, I didn't use any work hammers either. This is not Goulet Pens hammers. That's this true. Is we've just got some, we've got some hammers. Goulet here. family hammers. <clears throat> Um, but the dead blow mallets are great for things like a sh- assembling metal shelving mm-hmm. where you've got to like hammer the ends in there because it won't like bounce off and echo as much and stuff. So I don't see the collection that. of a madman. Yeah. I, it's I, I see, I see the collection of mm-hmm. somebody who really likes a wide variety of hammers. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to take back some of the things I said about you. Well, thank you, Drew. I think all the things I've said about you still hold up. Yeah, but, fair enough. Um, but I did bring a couple hammers in because I wanted to see your raw reaction because it's one thing to see a picture of a hammer it's another thing to get to experience i did i it. did see the i did see the zombie killer hammer i in brought there. the zombie killer in yeah, i've definitely seen that because that now, one i remember it had a name like when we when we got it like i remember you bringing it in and it was it still in the packaging it was like the annihilator or something like that it, the name is not engraved on the thing yeah so i don't know what it was officially yeah. called but i brought it in it says dead on God. right here and it's got like a skull and crossbones yep. thing um and it's got the end that's the sta- that's the zombie it. stabbing end yep so this is the hammer and it's solid steel all the way through so yep. this thing is i don't use this that much because like it will give you tendonitis it's like really heavy so it's like really for just demolition it's not really ergonomic either so it's got the hammer end of course and it's also got kind of a hook thing so if you need to like just smash stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, these like neural, like these teeth here, that's made to fit a two by four. So if you're like deconstructing like studs, okay, like wall studs, you yeah, know, that's what that's for. Okay, it's got your claw end. It's got a blade right here, which is apparently for like drywall or something, with a notch maybe for pulling drywall nails out. Hmm. Um, and then it's got a stabby end for zombie brains. Um, and then it's also got it's like hexagonal nut for I don't know 
I'm doing bolts of some kind or something. Um, and then it's got another little thing, like a blade type thing that you can either like rip nails out yeah. or cut stuff. So it's a, it's a multi-use tool. But yes, it's indeed. Feel the weight of that oh, thing. Oh yeah, no, I remember this thing. I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm getting attacked by zombies, I'm grabbing that thing because it's well. It's going to hold up. It, it is, but like uh, it also, you're going to commit a lot of energy to swinging this thing. Yeah, you almost need two hands to use this thing because it's yeah. pretty heavy. Yeah, that's a monster. But, truth be told, it wasn't entirely necessary to buy this hammer. No, but you were I very may, excited I about it. I may have been influenced by the marketing of it. Yeah, this is... May have been a little bit of ego involved when purchasing that one. It's a pretty cool hammer. There you go. <laughs> so just to show you the variety of hammers, um, I brought two more. One I brought that's like one of my favorite hammers, just as a go-to. So this is just a little mini sledge. So it's a little three-pound. Oh, that's fun! Sledgehammer. It's Mjolnir. Milwaukee. Um, it's got a really nice handle, nice and rubber. This has been put to good use. It's nice and dirty. Yeah. Um, but it's got a smooth side on one end and a knurled side on the other. So depending on what I'm hitting, you know, especially if I'm like trying to like drive rebar into the ground or something like that to like stake out, you know, a foundation for something. So why, why, why is the, so are you, would you only use the knurled in when you don't care what your hitting is going to look like? Pretty much. Okay. So like if you're hitting wood, it's going to leave some marks, but if you don't yes. care about leaving marks. Exactly. But knurled is better overall. Knurled is, knurled will uh, do a little better for like, so for example, if you're trying to drive like rebar into the ground, mm -hmm. if you're using the flat end like this, especially if it's like, kind of wet and muddy and stuff like that it's easy to like hit it and have it slip off and then you're just like wasting energy yeah. or you could slip off and like hit the rebar and with your arm or something um so the knurled end will help to grip it a little better or you know if it's a little bit muddy the mud might get into the grooves and then you're still able to make better contact with what you're hitting so i'll kind of flip it around depending on what i need to use it for very nice but this is nice because like you know if, if i'm not like Full on needing like a 12 pound sledge, which yeah. is like a lot of effort to slam. This is small enough that I can. Do you have, there you go. do you have names for any of these? You know, I don't, but I probably could. Sledgy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like a good, it's a good thing. It's been, I put that thing through a lot so far and I love it. So I got a couple of mini sledges, but that one is one that has definitely held up. And then the last one is more of a conventional hammer. But I just wanted you to feel the handle on this one. So this is my S-wing. This is a leather wrapped oh, handle, yeah. which just it feels so good. I've had I've had I've had a knife that has a leather wrapped yeah. handle like this. These are harder to find, but if I can find a leather wrapped handle, it yeah. just it's like I don't know. It's like the equivalent of having like an ebonite pen, where just like you US. can just like feel the grip. I know, right? Yeah. So that's more of like your traditional. You know, this is a carpenter's this hammer. This is a Brian handle for sure. It, yeah, it, it's 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 pretty thick. Yeah, it's chunky. Now, is there a name for the hammers that have these really thin necks? This, um, it, it's a very distinct style, and I've seen this, you know, at hardware stores and stuff like this. Like, they get really, really narrow. Like yeah. that is that is thin. I don't know why. I don't know. What, I don't know if that has a specific. S wing is very concerned about safety goggles. We've got two mentions of safety oh, yeah. goggles: one at the bottom and then one at the top. And made in the U.S. That is not something you see very yeah. often. Maybe that's why they have so much. Uh, Cautionary language on it, probably, because we're a very litigious. Yes, we are society. I guess we, we as, as far as things made in the U.S., we we still do make a fair amount of tools. Yeah, and like large sure. metal objects in the U.S. Sure. I guess they're heavier to transport and stuff. Yeah, too, but yeah, yeah. So there you go. There's three That's of my hammers. That's a fun variety. I actually yeah, expect very you different to, hammers. I, when you said you brought in some hammers, I thought, don't take this the wrong way. 
thought you were going to overdo it a little bit. I, I, you know, I'm capable yeah. of being reasonable. <laughs> you didn't. You brought three. I'm impressed. That that that's, that was fun. That yes. was a fun little experience. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Very cool. So there you go. There's my official hammer count for those of you that 35. care. 35. 35 hammers. Do you do now, like, now now that you know that it's less than 40, do you kind of feel like you need to get to 40? Like, no. Or are you satisfied with your hammers? I feel situation? pretty satisfied. Very I feel nice. Like, I feel like 35 is enough as it oh, is. Oh, it definitely is. But every time I go to, you know, any hardware store, I'm, I'm eyeing the hammers. You look at the hammers? I look at the hammers just to see what's out there. What's your favorite place in the hardware store to, like, just kind of, like, peruse? And to kind of drool over. You go you, you go over the power tools or you go over to like the hammers and the saws? I like hand tools. Yeah. I really like hand tools. And drill bits. Drill bits. There's a lot of interesting drill bits oh. out there. But I have a lot of that kind of stuff and that you don't, you know. Some you know what you I bought through. that I've never used? Glow-in-the-dark wire pullers. Like those fiberglass sticks you can screw oh, together yeah. Yeah. to pull wires through drywall. Yeah. I thought I was going to use them. Got really excited about it. Didn't, didn't, didn't end up them? doing them, no. I don't have any of those. I hired somebody. Well, let me know. Okay. They're yours if you need them. Drew, you have a tool that I don't. I also have a 10-inch uh, drill bit, like a long freaking drill bit, because uh-huh. I was planning on running some wires into some joists Yes. and okay. doing some overhead lighting. I eventually hired somebody to do it because it just got is too it like much. like a spade bit or an auger bit? Like, what, uh, does it, what does it look like? It is a, yes, one of those like paddle-looking things. Yeah. Yeah. That's a spade bit. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. You got a bunch of those of varying lengths. You can also buy extenders too. So yeah. Can, like if you need to get super long. The best thing for if you're trying to like drill a bunch of holes through, you know, like studs and stuff like that, assuming it's not like in an enclosed wall, um, you can buy these like long auger bits, which are like, you know, conventional drill bits that are all twisty and stuff. It's like that, but it's you can buy them like 18, 24 inches long. Good. And they have like a spiraled like kind of screw in the end in the middle. So that starts to drill in. Well, kind of like a spade bit to the does. Wood. A little bit like a spade bit. Yeah. But it's like it's like a screw on the end that like grabs into it and then bites in and then the auger starts in there and that makes sense boy that thing will just plow through nice you can just cut like right through two by fours four by fours it's incredible tcb but it leaves a rough rough uh hole coming out the other end like you're gonna be like stuff a lot of stuff's gonna be chipping out but yeah it's fast that's fine it's in the drywall it's finished yeah it's it's gonna get finished over top of it nobody Nobody sees it yep so yeah Drill bits. Oh, there we go. Know. I don't have any thousands drill of drill bits. bits I probably have. I have a ton of those. Anyway, I love tools. Yes. Pens are just another form of tool for me. You're not wrong. I do love pens. I love You're tools. not wrong. They're very practical. Things. Yeah. Yep. There you go. That's all my shenanigans. All right. All right. I think uh, we have a couple of company updates. Somehow we're... And then... Oh, like, I knew we could fill some time. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. Company updates, and then we got to wrap up. But hang till the end, because I got some fun... Pencast stats to share. We do. To wrap up the year. I haven't heard these. Yes. I'm excited. Uh, So let's do company updates. All right. So we were closed around Christmas time. And guess what? We're going to be closed again on Monday for New Year's. So. Going to play some video games, Brian? I don't know what I'm going to do on New Year's, actually. Play some video games? Play some video games. Okay. Maybe. Start Assassin's Creed 3. It's got got some colonial stuff. You like colonial stuff. Colonial stuff's get, cool. Get to meet some presidents. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I will. I don't know. We'll see. 
See what other shenanigans that I got up to. Or you just go straight up. Honestly, it depends on the weather. If the weather's nice, I'm probably mm. going to keep working on that creek. Okay. But, you know, got other time. Got the whole weekend as well. So we'll see. See how much washed out everything gets with the rain that we're about to get. Mm. Um, anyway, so we got that. So be ready for that. And then uh, we got a couple of videos too that are going to be fun for you all. Uh, one that's already gone out, the hottest pens of 2023. And then we have hottest inks of 2023, which we have been wavering about when we're going to actually publish that. I don't even remember where we settled on it. Maybe we're doing next it week. next week. Okay. Yep. So that'll be coming <clears throat> soon. Um, but hottest pens, hottest inks, always a good time reflecting back on the whole year. It's a very nostalgic time yeah. for us right now. It is. Um, You'll be, yeah. There will be some pens that probably won't surprise you, but there will be some that do. Yes, indeed. I All was right. surprised. Number eight will shock <gasps> you. Doctors so. hate number seven. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this thing up and then got some stats. Well, want to thank you all for watching, really for just this entire year slash entire pencast time. Two years. Two and a half years? Two and a half years I think we've been doing this now. Yeah, it, there have been so many incredibly kind comments. So many people saying that, you know, hanging out with you is like hanging out with, you know, friends or just like listening to friends, having conversations. You know, a lot, a lot of complimentary things. Please, please know that it is absolutely our pleasure. Like, not just yes. saying that. We enjoy this. And we, even the, the folks that we have been able to have the opportunity to meet, as well as the many, many, many folks that we have not had the opportunity yet to meet, we know you're out there and we do feel that connection. And, mm. you know, we are friends and we are in this together. And you are joining with joining us every week while we're sitting down and having these chats, and we couldn't appreciate you more. Yes, wholeheartedly agree. And it uh, reminds me of a, a deep cut um, quote from 30 Rock from Tracy Jordan. He says, people are, uh, no, he says, uh, we're lucky that people laugh when I say stuff in there. And I'm like, yeah, we're lucky that people watch when we say stuff. Because Very lucky. We sometimes don't know where this is going to go, and we're glad that very you all enjoy it. <laughs> very, very thankful. We don't take it for granted. Not at all. Um, okay. So anyway, please leave us some comments. Keep asking us questions. We'll keep this thing going. And genuinely, like, let us know what you're up to and what you are enjoying because we'll lean into that and keep doing more of it, um, including shenanigans. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I would get up to shenanigans at home anyway, but I definitely, like, take more pictures and catalog it a little better knowing that, like, I'm going to be talking about it. Mm -hmm. But I do definitely kind of lean into some things knowing that, like, it sort of serves a dual purpose. Let's like, stop talking about log graves then. Yeah, I don't intend to do any more log graves in the <laughs> foreseeable future. But I definitely love getting up to some crazy projects. So, you know, keep it coming. I love to hear suggestions and ideas and stuff like that. So anyway, um, yeah, check out goodlypens.com, pens, ink, paper, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I pulled some fun stats. Um, so Drew, you have not seen any of these. Nope. And I pulled the numbers and I massaged them, but like, I'm not a like super great researcher scientist person. So don't hold me to these super, super. I won't. Like intently, but I feel mostly confident about the numbers that I pulled um, because I just couldn't like get everything from one place. So I had to like get into Excel. And usually this is where I like start massaging the numbers and Rachel's just like, Ugh, move. And then she like, does it proper. I was on my own on this one. Um, so anyway, I pulled some fun. This is just 2023 pen cast. So just reflecting on this year, 
I could go back and pull numbers for like more of from the beginning, but that would have just taken so much more time. So I didn't. Um, so this is not counting this episode. So I pulled these numbers this morning. So it obviously doesn't include this one. So whatever. Um, so we have done 43 episodes of the Pencast this year. This is number 44. So 43 leading up to this, which is a fair number. Richard Petty. Yep. <laughs> I got, yeah, you're right. 43, right? Um, it's interesting that you don't know why. Recall that don't know why that head, popped in there, but it did. Sure. Maybe because you mentioned the Intimidator earlier today. I don't know. I did. Yeah. How would you remember that he's the Intimidator, Drew? I Are don't you like know. a secret NASCAR fan here. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you just grew up in Central Virginia. That's all. Yeah. Um, okay. Total runtime. So, how much time have we sat here doing pencast uh, this year? Um, Eighty-seven. 87 hours, 52 minutes. I'm not joking. Not counting this episode. So it's more like 89 or close to I just, I just I just took 42, doubled it, and added a little bit. That's pretty spot on. All right. 5,272 minutes to be exact. Wow. Um, total view count. All the views of just the pen casts. Just, this, just the 2023 episodes. So not counting. Because you can watch old ones too. Um, so just the ones we published this year. Um, 954,000 views, which is a lot. But then at the same time, I look at the stupid videos that are out there that get that many views in like a day or two. Yeah. And I'm just like, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah. But this, this is, you're talking about but 40, this is, 43, two hour. This is quality though. Y'all yeah. are quality viewers. So that's yeah. a total vanity metric, the whole view count thing, but still interesting. Almost a million views yeah. on these podcasts. Um, total number of comments. I thought this was interesting because we have a very engaged Pencast community. Um, so from all of the Pencasts, 9,854 comments. It's a lot of people talking. <laughs> it's a lot of engagement. That's fantastic. Thank you. Yes. There's a lot of other videos that you will not see anywhere near that. Even the, the even videos with like million plus views. Oh, yeah. Don't get that. It's all bots. Yeah. It's not real. We got real people. Y'all are real. Um, and then the uh, this one's not as relevant, but average view duration, just like of our pencast videos, 27 minutes and 31 seconds. So like of all those 954,000 views, that's the average time that y'all are watching. That's not bad. Like that's including, that's, that's that's really including people that stop watching after like a minute, right? Oh, yeah. It's averaged for everything. If you watch it for three seconds and then you jump off. Wait, three seconds counts? There. Um, I think for it to count as a view on YouTube, it's 30 seconds. So maybe not. So three. it's including all from 30 seconds to two hours. Yes. And we're still averaging 20 minutes. Yeah. That's 27 not bad. Minutes. That's not bad. That's really good. That's really, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Most, other, most other YouTubers are like not going to make a video anywhere near this long no. because it doesn't, I mean, YouTube doesn't, doesn't favor it necessarily. Yeah. But y'all we, are awesome. We, so y'all watch it. We thought about breaking the pencast out into a different channel because YouTube doesn't necessarily look favorably onto long videos, but I'm glad we didn't because they eventually added like a whole podcast section that yeah. this thing eventually fell into. So it yeah. works now. Yep. We know, we know what we're doing. Yeah. YouTube just needs to catch up. That's it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not true, but I like it. Um, oh, I had one more stat that I forgot to put in here. Um, total watch time. So uh, do you want to know how much uh watch time how much how much time that we have added to humanity uh i like how you say added not taken away that's no, very added to humanity oh, how wow. much have we uh 
Wait, wait. The total duration of all of our videos combined? No, not the duration. This is just actual time. Real people are watching our oh, pen casts. Oh, no. Oh, God. So uh, it's all, this is just from our 2023 pen casts. Three months. No. Uh, a month? If you add up all of the watch time hours, it equates to over 65 years. What? Of watch time. What? <laughs> yeah. 65 years. That's like a whole human life of watch time from this year's pencast. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Just this year? Yeah. Good Lord. And not even, not even, that's just from this year, just this year from this year's pencasts. This isn't counting yeah, older yeah, pencasts yeah, that people yeah. might also have watched this year. Gracious. So I could go back and pull, I would just have to parse out so much more data. Um, but at some point I'll do like more wow. of a roundup. Maybe it was like more of a milestone, like 150 episodes or something. I can pull more numbers for the whole pencast. That's wild. It's a lot. Yeah. So if that's just for this year. I mean, the whole pencast has got to be something like, I don't know, over a hundred years yeah. of humanity. Yeah, this is our third year, right? <laughs> Uh, we're coming up on three years in like the spring. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's gonna be wild. Dang. Cause remember we hit a hundred, like April, episodes I think. pretty close yeah. to, yeah, pretty close to it or something. No, a hundred episodes was in August. But that's not a year though. I think no, our, that's not our anniversary. I think, our, I think April might be. April? Sounds, sounds about, about right. right. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> How do we know? We've <laughs> we only done every one of these. Nah. But anyway. We so, rely on our audience. That was fun. So, for everything. Fun numbers to pull. Whew. But yeah, there you go. Yeah, 65 and a half years, actually. 23,892 days. 573,397 minutes of of watch time. It's a lot of minutes. And actually, when you pull the data, it gives it to you in seconds, which just sounds ridiculous. Yeah. But I, I just totaled it in minutes. Anyway, so there you go. That is wild. No, wait, maybe that is seconds. 573,000. That might be seconds. Sorry, I don't know. That's fine. Whatever. My it's brain's broken lot. anyway. It's a lot of numbers. Sixty. It is sixty-five and a half years though. So there you go. You're welcome, world, for the pencast. The whole human life. Uh, anyway, thank you for watching this totally nonsense pencast. Um, we'll be coming back next week, right? Yes, we are. We'll no reason not to. Somewhat more prepared. We're also yeah. off Monday, so we kind of prepare for it on Monday. But you know, we'll have something. We'll see. We'll, we'll have actually something. have some questions and stuff yeah. in there. Anyway, thank you, Drew. Thanks for the. Props and the yes. noisemakers. You're and welcome. Cider. Did we drink all the sparkling grape juice? Yes, we did. Sweet. I see it's 40% juice. What's the rest of it? Hooch. Water? I don't know. It's, the rest. it's not hooch. We're not drunk. <laughs> this is uh, all us see. naturally. It's 420 in the afternoon. Citric acid. Parentheses for tartness. For tartness. They want you to, they want to, yeah. Okay. Sparkling filtered water, white grape juice from concentrate, filtered water, white grape juice, concentrate, sugar, citric acid, and mm. natural flavor. Absolutely There's no high sugar. fructose corn syrup, artificial flavors, artificial sweeteners, or preservatives made in the USA. Okay. Probably the same place you made your hammer. So it's probably 40% juice and 60% water and chemicals. Yeah. Whatever. Tasted good. We weren't as gassy as I thought we would be. There we go. I'm sorry you're yeah. disappointed. Okay. No yeah. problem later. All right. All right. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you next week. Next year, actually. Hey, as we can say that. Anyway, thanks for watching. Right on.